Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. It's time for another episode of N4G Radio, take two, because recording is hard. But sorry, Drew, again, this is episode 501. That's okay. <laughs> 501 for December 18th, 2017. This is, can we say this might be the last show of the year? Maybe uh, it it is because even if we record on the thirty first, it won't yeah, go live till the first. This is true. Very true. Very true. And I, guarantee, I don't think guarantee we're nobody, not going to be here for for twenty fourth, right? No, no, yeah. no. I know I won't be available. I'm assuming Wombat wouldn't be available. Drew, I'm sure you're working. No, that's on a Sunday. I'm, at least as far as I know, I shouldn't be working. That doesn't mean anything. I work twelve hours. Well, oh, you could you do uh, a podcast? Hour ago. Podcast by yourself. It's true. I, make, I up, have, make up for missing the 500th episode. Fucker, <laughs> I have recorded and edited a podcast <laughs> featuring me before. <laughs> but it needs a little jingle at the beginning, like, welcome to the Drew Show. Yep. So what, what was the show that you recorded by yourself? Was it like an intermission at Phoenix Down you couldn't get anybody? This was way before I was ever here. Uh, uh, I was uh, working for Evolved Gaming at the time. They made you do a podcast by yourself? Nobody was there, and I wanted to get the news out. <laughs> he had some breaking news to uh, to really get out to the public. Yeah? Back then, I just did it for the hell of it. Okay, it's like you know, but one one is literally the loneliest number, Drew. One yeah, is... is the loneliest number. That... Oh, sorry. But uh... well, a solo solo podcast. Jeez, that's that's rough, man. It is. It is kind of rough. I just read off stuff, basically. Hello, yeah. and welcome to the Drew Show. Today, yeah. we're going to do the news. Did you Did you finish with good night and good luck at the end? Because that would have been good. <laughs> good night. No. And good luck. <laughs> it's a solo show, you know. Make it classy, at least. You need a catchphrase. You could just be like Reinhardt and be like, catchphrase! Catchphrase. <laughs> oh. That's voice I can't do. Yeah, no, I can't. He's 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 got too too much of a baritone in there. I can't do yeah. it. I can actually do a decent junk rap. Oh lord, right. let's hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah, I guess we're gonna. <clears throat> All right. Keep in mind, I I just got done working a twelve hour shift overnight, so it may not sound perfect. <clears throat> it's a perfect day for some mayhem. That's not bad. I mean, you're a little too low because your natural voice is lower. Yeah, but um. The, the the little bit of accent and, and you know the uh, yeah it, it sounded alright sounded alright blows my mind that the guy who does the voice of Gladio does his voice yeah, voice Gladio, actors are talented man. yeah Gladio's got a real 
deep voice, and, and Junkrat has a very high... Oh, I'm sure you guys have tried, but when you try to mimic different voices that are not your own, it hurts your vocal cords like crazy. Oh, absolutely. Especially during long periods of time. So imagine like a recording a session of like five, six hours in a row, uh, just doing recording of a voice that is not yours. That's I don't know how to how they do it personally. It sounds kind of crazy. That was uh, an interview with Seth MacFarlane. They asked him who his favorite character on the Family Guy was. He's like, it's Brian, because it's the only one I don't leave the studio with my voice just in pain. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's rough, though. Like, why would you write so many parts for yourself? You're doing so much work. Yeah, I, a lot of those guys, like you know, Seth MacFarlane, Justin Roiland, people like that, they do that because when they start, they don't have mm-hmm. a lot of people to do the voices. True. So they do true. them themselves, and then it just becomes that's the voice. Well, we're going to stick with that. So the the South Park guys have the same issue too, where they voice like, yeah, so, they voice everybody <laughs> basically. Which is weird because they even voice like the the tertiary characters, and they should probably just hire some people to do that. Yeah, it's way too much work. When you when you get rich, the whole point is that you get to you have to you have to work less, right? You know, you, you have the money now. You don't have to work as much, but those guys they have to work even harder get those episodes out. So, nice. yeah. But in, in addition to Drew, we have Jay. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I should do the introductions even though... Oh, right. No, we, we've been speaking for like 10 minutes and forgot to do introductions. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, but anyway, video games, they're out there. There's a lot of them. Drew, you realize you only got two weeks left for Game of the Year. Yeah, to finish uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda. And Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Game of the Year, have you guys started... Doing your documents to make sure you got your whole list set up because I I forgot like I gotta I'm, I'm gonna make my document right now. I've got to do it this on. week. So my process is is I go through the list of games that came out and I just write them all down, and then I start moving things around. Yeah. So like, do you go by what you reviewed on the site or do you? No, go I by, just like, go entirety of by what I played. Yeah. That's how I do it because there's a lot of things yeah. that I played that I did not review. So that's true. That's true. I played a lot of great games this year. Me too. There's some games that are not going to be on my top ten that would have been a game of the year in any other year. <laughs> yeah, I think we all know what game that is. What game? What game is it that? No, you talking about? I thought you meant like a game that came out another year. Oh no, 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 no! I mean a game that came out this year that. Oh. Could have been my game of the year any other year. No, Overwatch yeah, will be on my list. Is hey, this game would have been my game. <laughs> <laughs> that that game is my game of the year every year. <laughs> at least for the at least for the current time being, probably. I seriously, there's something that is the epitome of lightning in a bottle. Yep. Oh I, my god. I, I think it finally passed. Halo 2 is my most played multiplayer game of all time, and I played a lot of Halo 2. Yeah. Like nice. a lot. Yeah. I don't have my Game of the Year 2015 list uh, on my article section of Google Docs. I must have done this some other way. Man. I, I think back to last year, and like, I was still in my infancy of Overwatch, which is why it was number two. But what was number one? Doom. Doom. Yeah. So I think if uh, I think if we were doing that same list this year with the same games, yeah, it definitely would have been Overwatch. 
Yeah. Anyway, Drew, are you playing anything? Yeah. Speaking of uh, Game of the Year list, I booted back up Resident Evil 7. Nice. Yeah, I need to play that. And played uh, part of Not a Hero. How much of that have you played? Uh, I've done two of the rooms in the hub world. Oh, there's like... Okay, tell me how the the DLC works, because I don't know anything about it yet. Alright, it takes place about an hour after the ending of Resident Evil 7. Oh. So... Uh, spoiler alert! I mean, the game did come out this year, so we should give due notice just in case people. Yeah, um, spoiler alert for Resident Evil Seven. I would say skip probably at least ten minutes because <laughs> I'm going to talk about this for a little while. Well, it's it's, uh, it's almost impossible because the DLC features this person. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Chris Redfield shows up at the end of Resident Evil Seven and saves Ethan. Was his name Ethan? Uh, his name's Ethan, but I don't remember his last name. Yeah. So, um, Ethan Hawke, yeah. Not Ethan Hawke. <laughs> uh, well, he, he saves Ethan and uh, takes off. Uh, what the strange thing that kind of confused a lot of people was that Chris was apparently working for Umbrella. And he also looks nothing alike yeah, he looked to like the he, previous he looked, iterations. Looked like he yeah. hadn't hit his Bane button yet. Right. Well, as far as I've made it, this is... Truly, Chris Redfield. Um, it it confirms that he does work for Umbrella, but this is a different Umbrella. Uh, apparently, since Resident Evil 6, Umbrella has decided to change their ways. Uh, they have become a, um, a, a company and a... They've become a, mili- uh, a PMC, private military company, that is trying to clean up the mess that they made. Did they mention the BSAA at all? Yes, they do. Okay, okay. In cool. fact, they say that they recruited Chris from the BSAA um, because who knows Umbrella better than Chris Redfield? I suppose, but that seems like a really bad marketing thing because it's like it's basically if the the U.S. government decides to start a you know private military operation and th- th- call it ISIS after they take down ISIS, you know, like you don't. You don't rebrand yourself with the bad guy's name. It's just not something you do. And that's kind of a full par. There is, there are multiple documents that you find throughout this DLC that, um, kind of dives deeper into that. I'm Uh, actually interested to read those. It's, it's, it is actually interesting, but they are, I mean, as far as I know, I haven't finished the DLC, but as far as I know, Umbrella has went legit and are, and have hired multiple people from like the BSAA and, other, you know, possible any, survivors. Okay, without, without spoiling who, any other mainstay Resident Evil title characters? Uh, I ha- no. No? I, oh, I have man. not seen... They, they, have, they have mentioned that, like, Chris is talking to somebody over the radio while mm-hmm. he's going on, and um, they're talking about, he's like, yeah, I still don't trust you guys and stuff like that, and uh, they say, I know it's hard, but we've recruited other people from the BSAA and and you know, bio, bioterrorism, counterterrorism guys and stuff like that. So, and Jill has been M- MIA since Resident Evil Five, so I would like to see her back in some form. Yeah, <laughs> she may show up. I don't know. Um, yeah. I have she, she had it. a very traumatic experience, you know. Oh, she certainly did. But uh, you know, these video game characters generally go through a lot of crazy, crazy experiences. Think about all the shit Leon has gone through. And he's oh, in basically every game nowadays. Poor Leon. So. <sighs> yeah. 
Yep. But, uh, yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's kind of like, um, when you first enter the mansion, you, you're not in the mansion. You're actually in the underground, um, like the, where like the mine was. At the, end of, 7? At the end close, of seven. Yeah. Yeah. Close to the end there. Uh, and, uh, the the big loose end from Resident Evil Seven is who you're trying to get. That's which part is of the, the other DLC, right? I don't know. I haven't played the other DLCs. I want to play that one. Uh, do not you the, uh, the new one, the one that just came out? Yeah, the end of Zoe, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you own that, Drew, or do you not? No, I do not. Oh, okay, but I know you do, right, Ken? Yeah, I I bought okay. the gold edition for the price error on Best Buy for like twenty bucks or something. Oh yeah, I saw that price, and by the time I clicked on it, it was gone. Yeah, so I grabbed that. Damn. So I've installed all that, and as soon as it gets its X patch, I'm going to play through okay. all the DLC because I haven't touched any of it yet. Did they have a Did they have an ETA for the X patch? It's listed as coming soon now, which usually means with it's within two weeks. So okay. But yeah, um, so it kind of plays out like you're you're chasing after the the final Baker man. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is, but um, the son basically. Yeah. Um, and um, it's it, it has kind of like a hub world um, where you're in this kind of like a the main part of the mine, and there's these shutter doors. There's like a blue, green, and red one, I believe. And you go through each one trying to find other members of your team. Um, Does he leave you any, like, saw traps like he did in the main game? Uh, yes. Sweet. Those were fun. These, uh, he's, he's, he's upgraded to, like, guns and stuff. Well, you, like, this, we should probably preface all this by, this is more like a shooter, right? Yeah, a little um, more actiony than the regular Resident Evil Seven. Yes, in fact, uh, Chris has his staple of I'm going to shoot a guy's legs out and then go punch him in the fucking face. Hell yeah! Does it feel <laughs> so, powerful? Uh, yeah, it's actually nice. pretty fun. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, Chris has limited weapons. He has a uh, uh, automatic pistol and a shotgun are the two main weapons. He also has the knife. Um. But yeah, it's it's uh, there's a couple of things in there like you'll run into enemies you can't do damage to unless you use a special type of bullet. Yeah. So um, new, new types of enemies. Uh, y- they look like the regular enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the Chris can also be upgraded, so he has a helmet that he wears that um you can find like night vision uh parts for it, or you can find um. <laughs> A better air filter because one of the traps is that you're constantly running into areas you can't breathe in because it's an, like an infection in the air. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, to begin with, you can only, you only have a limited amount of oxygen before you have to get somewhere. Uh, so they build tension that way. There are a lot of enemies and it does feel a little bit like a shooting gallery. Um, Chris's shotgun is pretty stinking powerful, but, um, yeah, it's you. You do you do a door, you go through their little maze trap thing, uh, and then you come back to the hub world and do the next one. I've done two of the three doors. I don't know what happens after that. Okay, would you say that it's like a worthy content for what you? I know you know we all enjoy Resident Evil Seven greatly here, and I know you in particular have it you know pretty high in your game of the year list, Drew. Yeah. So do you think this is a worthy content follow-up to what you played in the original game? 
Yeah, because I mean, it, it definitely says what the heck happened after Resident Evil Seven. I mean, this takes place literally right. like about an hour after. And so it's free, could, which is nice. And it's free. Yeah, yeah, it's well, it's it's been in the works for a long time. It doesn't seem like something they just kind of like threw in there well, willy nilly. This actually feels meaty, right? Yeah, I would say I've probably put about an hour and a half into it, and I'm guessing I might have about an hour and a half left. It's pretty good good. for free. Yeah, Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get back on that. I stop playing the game that I'm playing and check out some new content coming out. Uh, But yeah, I played that. Hadn't finished it, but I'm planning on doing that probably this week. Um, let's see. Play a lot of Overwatch. Yeah. So uh well let's let's get right into it for a second, right? We got the new uh you know the uh the Winter Wonderland whatever uh patch and then we got the how do you feel about the brawl with the the May and the the Yeti hunt? Uh that was fun for about uh three matches and I was like, Yep, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about all it's good for. Yeah, uh, yeah, Winston is at a major disadvantage. See, you, you say that until you have the kind of May teammates that I do, and they're fucking suicidal. And it's like, how do you win with this team? It's just, he's about to get the final meet, and then they all try to gang up on him as he's grabbing the final meet, and like four of them die instantly. I'm like, uh, you're supposed to hide, but... Eh. But yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. The Winston should have a disadvantage if the May players aren't idiots, but they are. They yeah. Are. Um, Most May players are idiots. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that might offend somebody, but we don't care because May players or May mains don't have souls, so you know, yeah. cares, really. just, they are just they are literal demons. They're absolutely they are. the worst and with their fucking ice wall blocking stuff that I'm trying to do, like for real. Yeah, as they spam the the story. Sorry, 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 sorry. 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 This is that the voice line over and over again, like. Mm. I can't tell you how many times my own May has like screwed up my Ryan charge or Your like completely yeah. or completely screwed up my ultimate. I earth shattered and then she puts up a wall. I'm like, well, that's useless. Well, I start. I've I've been maining Moira and like anytime there's a May when we're on defense, I get angry because I like to throw my orb into the spawn at the beginning mm-hmm. and she blocks it every fucking time. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, May players are special kind of assholes that yeah. can. I'm not sure if there's any other character that can fuck up your own team harder than May. You know? No. So that's not. that's pretty special. There's not. Uh, so what what legendary skins have you guys gotten so far? <laughs> I bought. I got. I, I got the, the old tracer skin from last year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not having a good run either. I bought the Junkrat one because I wanted to use it through the event. But the, is the it old, is it good? I don't remember what the junk grab one looks it's, like. It's it's basically the opposite of what you'd expect. It's it's him in a beach outfit with like flip flops. <laughs> that's that's it's pretty fantastic. I'm not gonna it, lie. It's, that's because it's actually summer in Australia right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. that's the reference. And then I, I got it. the uh, I got the Roadhog, which I think it looks cool, but I don't use him very much. So okay. I kind of like the Sombra skin, the, the Frozen love, Ice thing. Yeah, I love that the Sombra cool. skin. I want that one before it's over. I kind of like the um, the Anna skin, but that's about it for me. Yeah. yeah. The Soldier nah. skin is really generic. It's generic. It, is, it, right? it looks almost like the um, the Uprising skin. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, eh. It seems very standard for him. I think for this event in particular, I'm not as excited about the skins as I was about the other other events. Um, I wanted some like new skins for Mora, uh, maybe a new skin for like Doomfist, but uh, that didn't really. 
Yeah, Doomfist has yet to get a skin. Yeah. I was hoping for a Moira skin, but I really like the one that I got. I got the Kiss skin. That's, that's good, but I want something more, like, exotic. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I do like rocking the Kiss skin, though. <laughs> that's the one with the star on yeah, the Yeah, the star on, the, on her yeah. eye, and then she's, like, wearing all black. Yeah, it's a good that's... skin. Yeah. I did play some Overwatch. Um, crap. Yeah. What Dead are you Space playing for review nowadays? Uh, I am currently playing... Uh, can I talk about it, Ken? What is it? Uh, it's uh, the Saga... Yeah, yeah, it came out Friday. Okay. Oh, you you have you have Romancing Saga too. Yep. Yes. Cinecide. Oh, I didn't even know we got that in. It's okay, an cool. Xbox code. So yeah. okay, how was how was it? Um, it's kind of it's old school. Um, sure. I've never played a Saga game before. It's kind of um, weird that they went straight to two, right? Well, two I don't think was ever officially released in English. I, I don't know I anything don't about think. the series, so. I looked it up, and I think it may have been released on iOS in English, oh, but that's God. about it. Damn, iOS. And I will tell you this. This is a port of the iOS game. Oh, God. Oh, that's not good. Um, it's okay, but it just looks a little like, why is there buttons at the top of the screen and stuff like that? It's so weird. Um <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it's 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 a fine RPG. Um, it's you know it's simplistic because it's a you know. A, Does it have the? I, I'm familiar with the Romancing Saga series a little bit. I wouldn't say I'm you know as uh, as much of an expert on it like as I'm with the Final Fantasy series. But does it have the thing where you like randomly attack and then you have like a little light bulb that comes up and then you yes. do like a special attack? Okay, that's yeah. something that I liked about Romancing Saga because you don't know what crazy art that you might unlock. So let me ask you this, Jay. Sure. You may you may be able to answer this question uh this game is not like a final fantasy where like it, it seems like at the end of every battle i'm full fully healed is that okay. supposed to be that way well it, it must be i'm not familiar with romancing saga 2 in particular because like you said it only came out in the u.s uh in 2016 i'm talking you know ios and android right yeah so I, i'm not i don't know about this game in particular but yeah they do have different styles um, do they have the the multiple attacks where multiple characters attack one enemy using uh, the same kind of art? Like, you know, kind of like in Chrono Trigger, you have two or tri- like, tri- like combo attacks. Yeah, combo attacks. Um, I haven't experimented with any of that. I'm sure they do. Like right now, I'm not even playing as the character I named. Hmm. It's so weird. I'm playing as like a, a king and his son and like a few of their bodyguards, and they're just going around the kingdom like doing like. Uh, missions, like killing, like uh, going into like a monster den and killing all the monsters there. Um, uh, probably a little bit early on, one of the king's kids gets killed. Spoilers! And go, uh, yeah, it's a super <laughs> NES game. I, I, How um, dare you spoil this game from 1993? How dare you, sir? I know. Uh, so one of the king's kids gets killed, and you had to go avenge him. And you go into a town that's literally just filled with monsters. Um. I don't like. I'm still trying to figure out like the mechanics of this game. Like every weapon has a different style of attack, um, and you can have multiple weapons equipped to each character. Um, it definitely feels like a little bit more old school than like even like Final Fantasy VI was, which came out around the same time. So it's a, it's a weird game to be releasing now of all time. It's even weirder yeah. that it's on the Xbox. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was super weird. Uh, how much is this game even? $25, and right now it's 5 bucks off. What? Are you serious? I'm not kidding. That is insanity. Yep. It's $19.99 oh. on sale right now. It's not even like a remake. It's like the actual game from 1993. No, no. No, no. It, it, it does have updated graphics. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually officially widescreen and everything. Oh, man. They, slide, they have slight improvements. They have done slight improvements, and you can, but you can still tell that it is a port of the iOS game. Yeah, I saw the price, and I was like, "Well, they're Square Enix being Square Enix." Yeah, yeah. Square has that thing where they think they can release their games for twenty dollars, where everyone else is releasing theirs for five. Yep. Like that—that's weird. That's Square. Well, they're selling, so clearly they can. Well, when you go to like the metric, well, not so much the metric. When you go to the store of the particular game, it tells you how many copies sold, right? And most of the Square Enix games um, that I've seen were like thousands sold. Well, that's like on the, the, that's on know. PC though. Like, I'm sure these do much better on like PS4. Maybe, maybe. I'm sure this thing sold like garbage on Xbox. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think most Xbox owners buy Xboxes to play games like Romancing Saga 2 on it. No, no. We'll talk about a game later why people buy Xboxes. Holy shit! You want to talk about some sales? God damn. Yeah, hmm. but that's kind of disappointing. I was hoping that it would be. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. When I saw Romantic Saga 2, I was like thinking maybe it's a whole remake with like brand new graphics and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. No. One can dream, right? Because I haven't played a Romantic Saga game in forever. You should, you should probably put your Square Enix expectations in check. Come on now. Hey, man, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Fantasy VII Remake as we speak. You know, no, they've never not. let me down. They never delayed any games. So, hey, wh- why would I ever doubt them ever? You know? how's, that, how's that Simpsons world in Kingdom Hearts 3? Oh, uh, it's the Star Wars world, man. Come on, it's, uh, I'm playing as uh, Dark, you know, uh, Darth Maul right now. Darth Maul, King of the Parts. Yeah, he's, he's Parts. dead. By the way, spoiler. Is he? Uh, wasn't there like an animated show that brought him? Yeah, back he, to they life brought him back to life, and I'm like, okay, Star Wars, you're really stupid. Just stop. Hey, you know, just because a dude gets chopped in half and falls down in an endless pit of abyss doesn't mean he's dead. You can't count him out. You know, that's just. <laughs> They, they you're, did, you're, just, you're just assuming things at that point, and assuming just makes an ass out of you. you they know? did. They did something similarly stupid in the new Kingsman movie. I finally saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. Kingsman movies are supposed to be stupid. Though. Yeah, that one. That one though was really dumb. Ah, uh, eh, come on. Yeah, come yeah. On. I mean, I expect the ridiculous when I watch Kingsman, and that's that's kind of what I'm there for. But uh, sure. Yeah, what a way to bring a character back, huh? Okay. Sure, sure. Anyway, anything else, Drew? I think Drew's dead. Did Drew die? Yeah. I'm here. Ah, well, you didn't say anything. I said, did you play anything else? Yeah, one more thing. One more thing. Um, it, uh, I played uh, L.A. Noir. Oh. So which one oh. did you buy? Which one did you end up buying? I ended up getting the PS4 version. Oh. You you got money to burn, huh? Yeah, I had some trade in. You did, hey you, man, did you the switch switch version is the expensive one. The PS4 is like what forty thirty. Well, if he'd have waited, Best Buy had it today for twenty nine with Gamers Club unlocked, bringing it down to twenty three ninety nine. I don't think he has Gamers Club. Unlocked. I don't. Oh yeah. man, you should have that. If you buy a lot of new games, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I've already learned my lesson. I'm not buying any new games. 
But um, yeah, I played L.A. Noir probably about three hours of that with uh, my fiance Laura. Mm-hmm. Um, showed her the trailer of it. She said it seemed pretty interesting. I was like, "You like Until Dawn? You probably like uh, L.A. Noir." So uh, picked it up, and that's going to be like our game we sit down and play together. What's your uh, impression so far? Um, it's still good. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a little little bit of hesitation and doubt in the sentence. There's a big the word but coming. Yeah. It was in the original game, but there's an issue with Cole. Like I, Everybody talked about it, but I, I need to mention it again. Cole can go from a 0 to 100 in about two seconds. <laughs> that and it does. just feels jarring. You know, like, so we were talking to this woman. She's, uh, um, her boyfriend, we're trying to find her boyfriend. Uh, she's, she's pregnant. And, uh, Cole's like, so has he been here? She's like, no, I haven't seen him. And I know that's a lie. So I do bad cop to press her for more information. And he says, look, if you don't tell me, I'm going to take you and your baby to jail. And I'm like, fucking hell, Cole, take it easy. You, <laughs> you know, it's just, he, he goes from zero to 100 and it just jars you. I'm like, ooh, I didn't mean to do it like that. Calm down, yeah. Cole. It's all right. That was, that's the problem because it's kind of like that issue when you're playing like a Mass Effect game even, right? And then you choose like a thing that says like, uh, like sarcastic or whatever. And then, uh. He says something completely out of left, you know, left field that you don't, you're not expecting. Kind of goes out of character and goes fucking crazy. And I feel like when they don't show you the entirety of the dialogue that you want to do, like in the old Fallout games, if you remember, um, the fucking the little te- the text box that told you what text you're gonna say was huge. If you remember, Kotar as well did the same thing. So did uh, Dragon, did Age, Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah, Dragon Age. So you knew exactly what you're gonna say by selecting the uh, selecting the dialogue tree because it told you what it was. But nowadays they shorten it or they make it into an icon, and you just you just lose that in in the translation of it, which is unfortunate. There's a I, there's a patch for or not a patch but a, a mod for uh, Fallout Four that shows the whole dialogue tree. Yeah, yeah, I think I downloaded that at some point, which was uh which was nice. The the thing about the new La Noir is that they change it from. Uh, truth, doubt, and accuse to good cop, bad cop, and accuse. Yeah, it's a now, weird thing. I know why they chose to change it that because, yeah, when you doubt somebody, Cole becomes bad, bad cop. Um, but, you know, I, I, but at the same time, when you choose good cop, you're not trying to be a good guy. You just believe what they're saying. So maybe they should have went truth bad cop and accuse i don't know it's i i don't know like that's a that's a hard line to to cross and i don't do you think it's know. better than what it was before the truth doubt is it better as bad cop good cop <sighs> no I, I don't know no no right be, be, because i i still feel like when you choose good cop it means they're telling the truth i believe them mm. you know um, I don't know. That's, that's a hard one to figure out. I tell you one thing though, there is a guy early on in that game where you're talking to him about uh, a, an abandoned car, and he's like the only witness. 
and he lies about something, the face he makes. Me and Laura sat there and laughed our asses off for like five <laughs> minutes, this guy's face. Because he's like squinting and he's like, it looks like he's like, you know he's lying, but he's sitting there thinking like, yeah, I nailed that. He'll never get it. You know, and I'm just like, wow, it's, it's so bad. Uh, some of the faces in this game are pretty great. Um, the facial animation, I still don't think, I haven't found a game that has, that has captured facial animation as good as this game has. Yeah, yeah they had a cool technology. Definitely. That was, that, that is still wild how they got that. And like, and the thing is, is like in cutscenes in some games, it looks really good, but even in gameplay, like if Cole's just walking around talking to his partner while you're walking around, it looks real. Um, but yeah, now we're we're enjoying LA Noir. We're taking our time with it a little bit. It's 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 definitely a longer game than it's it's definitely a more involved game than Until Dawn is. So, um, you know, and there's sections where I'm chasing guys and shooting and stuff like that, and it's it's just a lot more involved. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. All right, so we'll move on to Jay. Okay, well, like um, like I said before we started the show, I haven't played anything really a lot of lot of new this week in particular. I'm just finishing up some games that I was trying to uh, beat. Uh, I did finish Xenoblade Two, and I will say uh, I'll go. I'll say a final word and say that I really, really enjoyed Xenoblade Three. It has some really glaring flaws that uh, I will not forgive. I will not, I will not accept some of the things that they did and some of the things they changed around. But as a, as a series as a whole, with the combat, the exploration, and how the character and the storyline plays out, it's very satisfying. Uh, from a, the moment-to-moment gameplay is good, thanks to the combat and the exploration being so rewarding. The the limitations of it being on the Switch is, is very, very apparent. I think that's a very ambitious game. It's not as optimized as well as it could have been. But at the same time, you know, when you're just kind of sitting there and you're playing it, and then you just kind of take the switch off, and then you start like, playing on the go, it's an impressive game to have on the go for sure. Uh, I would say, from a visual standpoint alone, um, some of the vistas and like the scenes like that you you run into, and a lot of the cinematics that you see are just really exceptional. That game has over twelve hours of cutscenes altogether, and. Each each hour, each minute of that cutscene is just very enjoyable because how the cutscenes are directed, they're put together. The characters um, are are very you know entertaining to watch as they interact with each other as well. So yeah, just in general, just exactly the game that I wanted to have at this point because I have all this time for December to really kind of dig deep and play this long JRPG, and it certainly has been that. I clocked in well over a hundred hours to to finish this game. A lot of it, to be honest, I left the game on just to do mercenary missions. Did you run into mercenary missions yet, Ken? No, I have not. Yeah. Um, I think at the point that you are, you're going to run into it pretty soon. And what it is that you're able to send these mercenaries, your your like uh, secondary blades that you're not using from your group, and you can send them out to do missions. And they go out there and they collect like... Uh, like experience that you can use while you rest at an inn, so you can like level up your characters. You get items, equipment, so all sorts of good stuff that you get, and you can rank up the mercenaries and get even more higher tier missions. You can also send your other rare blades that you have to level up their stats, so that you don't have to be using them to level them up and get their affinity charge filled out. So, like min maxing that became like an obsession to me. Once they introduced it, and I spent so many hours just leaving the game on, I would check back every like hour 
send them out on a new mission after they come back. And then my Switch went through a fucking stress test thanks to this game in particular. And thankfully, the it has done pretty well. Uh, I ran into, I think, two game crashes where the system literally could not handle what was happening on the screen because there was too much. And the game just crapped itself and died. And that was unfortunate because I think I had lost like 20 minutes of progress there. But um, yeah, as, as far as like an RPG goes, JRPG goes, the fact that this game came out in the launch year of the Switch impresses me to like no end. A, a game of this magnitude, of this size, of this quality being exclusive to the Switch, it really makes me feel happy about being an owner to Switch. Because for me, generally I buy into the consoles a year or two after the release, because it feels like that's how long it takes for the system to have enough games for it for for it to be worthy, you know, of me owning it or having to really get it. But at this point, having played Mario Odyssey and Xenoblade Two, those two games alone has really been the the key point for owning a Switch for me in particular. So very happy with how Xenoblade Two turned out. I also put a lot of hours into Okami HD. Uh, did you get any time on this game at all, Ken? I played for about an hour. Um, like, I have some things to say about it, and I, I think you might have the same kind of opinions that I might have, Ken. What were your, what were your feelings when you went back into that game for an hour? Well, I, ha- I have never played it. Oh, okay. So this is, this is the first time coming into it. Mm. Um, I do remember the opening sequence being very wordy, very long, um, which is still the case. There's a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. that feels, it feels very early 2000 <clears throat> game design. Sure. Which which is fine. You can skip it if you want because a lot of it is just arbitrary. But uh, the thing that stuck out to me the most is that, like a lot of the luxuries that we have today with games and and you know, uh, just like camera controls and things like that. Like this game feels mm-hmm. like it struggles a little bit in that. Um, also, the motion control stuff is not great with an analog there's, stick. There's motion motion controls in this game. This game was originally built for the Wii. Yeah, but like so the well, I'm just saying the stuff that was translated from motion control oh, to oh, okay. analog stick doesn't translate all that well. Okay. So, but I do like the combat. I like the art style. I think it holds up well. Uh, it looks really good in 4K. That, that that's for sure. Did you did you have an issue where um, did your eyes take time to adjust to the like innate blurriness of the game thanks to the watercoloring effect? Yes, yes. There's it did right. There's a lot of like bleeding. In that yeah. art style, that's that's a little weird and and off putting at first, but once you get used to it, it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It took me like twenty minutes to get used to it. I also messed around with the filter setting. Did you mess around with that at all? No, I didn't even know there was a filter setting. Yeah, there's a like low, normal, and high filter setting, and I I fiddled around with it. And I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure what it does, but I've settled on low. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Uh, so I'm I'm probably looking to that a little bit more, but um, yeah. Yeah, that's just basically how it is. And uh, Ken, like, when it originally came out, that that game had no ability to skip cutscenes whatsoever. Yeah, I know. But, that's one of the reasons why I never got to it because I remember sitting yeah. there for like an hour. I'm like, are we ever gonna play this fucking game? Yeah, and the beginning part, as you say, is very lengthy. But me having you know finished this game previously, I could just skip all the dialogue and go straight to the gameplay, which is quite liberating to say the least. Um, but it's interesting because I feel like. This is a game that I thought would have aged better than it actually does. Not to say that it's a bad game now or anything like that, but like you're saying, like the, the camera being really cumbersome. Yeah. Like the camera has a mind of its own. Like 
Well, I'm also, to, if you right? set it to the like distant camera, which is a little better, it resets every single freaking. That's time. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like you set it up to be the way that you like it, and then it just constantly resets itself. Like it doesn't want you to do the thing that you want to do. Yeah, that's so, annoying. Oof. Yeah, that's very annoying. Something that they could have definitely improved just by you know you know figuring out the settings a little bit. I also like the fact that you can actually turn off the voice acting. Because it's basically <laughs> yeah, it, animal, animal, you know, Animal Crossing speaking. Yeah, it's it's bad voice acting. <laughs> it's it's incredibly grating over time, and especially that little tick that you have on you—that's basically your navy. It's constantly interrupting you with nonsense, and then he just like he's oh, it's just it's a really incredibly high pitched voice coming at you like a fucking machine gun, just shredding you apart. It's like no thanks. I just slide it all the way down. That there is no voice whatsoever. Enjoying enjoying the dialogue much better this way, so um, yeah, I, it's, it's aged well to some degree in the in the way that the visually it looks good after you've adjusted. The combat seems fine. Um, the the idea with getting like different brush uh, brush abilities and stuff like that, and then the you know like the Metrovania where you go back to areas that you've been to before, access new things, do new things, get new uh, your followers and all that jazz. That's cool, but it's weird. I thought I would like it more than I do, so. It's kind of unfortunate, really. It's one of those things like... I know, Drew, you've had this situation. Are you back, Drew? He's not back. No, he's in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I don't know where he's at. He's, uh, he, he, he takes a couple hours in the bathroom nowadays <laughs> with his age. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of an ordeal to get, it, get the job he's done. Gonna, he's but... going to take them fiber tablets, you know. <laughs> Wait, do they come in tablets? I thought they... Don't they come in tablets? Doesn't everything come in a tablet nowadays? Yeah, that's true, yeah. I learned that sodium comes in tablets... Which basically means they're just salt tablets, right? That's what yeah, that is. Yeah, you just make a little tablet full of salt. Couldn't That's you, fine. Couldn't you just like, like drink salt? You know, I mean, like you salt could. water. I had to do that recently with a tooth extraction, like to clean out, like oh after, yeah, the aftercare. Uh, I forgot how bad that tastes. Like salt water, it, it just it tastes does. bad. Even when you're gurgling it, you can feel it. So oh, yeah. just drinking it is, is pretty bad. But uh, what I meant to say is that Drew, you know, obviously has the Phoenix Down podcast, which I've joined him there several times. And we go back to games that we hope age well. And then sometimes we're pleasantly surprised to find that this game not only age well, it's something that you grow to appreciate even more on your second or third playthrough. But for Okami, I'm not sure if I want to sit through another 30 hours of this game before I write the review because I've beaten the game already. Uh... So, going through it again without any real significant changes to how the game plays doesn't seem all that necessary or prudent for my time. Uh, but I do kind of feel bad that I'm not able to talk about like the 4K aspect of the of the game because, like Ken said, it's supposed to look really nice in 4K. Yeah, but does. I don't have a 4K TV right now, so you know, <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, I know. Step I know. up, man! What are, what are you doing with your life? I know, I know, it's just, I can get a 4K TV really cheap, but my TV is still really good, nah, and I want a really good 4K TV. But it's not 4K. I know, but, like, I don't want to get a, like, a like a half-assed 4K TV. I want that old LED experience, Ken. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're jealous of it's that. Not, it's not, it's not that expensive. Like, I wish I'd have waited a little bit, because, like, mm-hmm. the one that I want is only, like, $1,500, and that's not bad for an OLED right now. <laughs> It's only fifteen hundred dollars. It was three you know? grand, Mr. Richman over here. It was three grand last money. year. Come on. Hey, maybe it'll be seven hundred or five hundred. Yeah, but then it won't be the best anymore. 
It'll be good enough because the old LED is what I'm looking for. Hey, 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 what I have right now is good enough, trust me. It's really good. I'm, I'm sure it is. Really and I know there's been some good deals, but uh, I'm holding out. I'm holding out. Either my TV breaks and then I upgrade early, or I hold out to 2018 during a really good sale and then I'll pick up my 4K TV. But until then, I'll actually specify. Nowadays, I've been trying to put in my specs of the PC that I'm playing games on just so that, like, if they don't know what specs you're playing on, like, your recommendations about how a game performs for that PC game doesn't make sense. So I'm going to talk about the fact that I don't have a 4K TV during my Okami HD review. So let's just put that in there. So it's not going to be as significant of an upgrade. I might as well be playing the PS3 version because it's exactly the same game without the 4K upgrade. I, I think Wait. you should probably go back and play the PS3 version. I think you're probably wrong. You think so? It, it ain't 1080p on the PS3. I'm pretty sure it is, Ken. No, it's not. It's I, not. I, I, I'd have to look into it. It's not. But... I do own the PS3 version as well, along with the PS2 version. Boot it uh, up, man. I bet it's better. Maybe. Maybe you're right. I mean, I do still have the PS3 hooked up, so it'd be a simple thing to I do. Mean, I'll, it, I'll truthfully, give it a it's probably downsampled anyway, because on the Pro, if you're on a 1080p TV, I think, doesn't it downsample? It does downsample, sure. Well, then it yeah. definitely looks better than the PS3 version. Maybe. Maybe. It's got... But, yeah, either way. Uh, but uh, the last thing that I want to talk about... It's not a game that I'm playing, but it's a game that I'm no longer playing. So that's a, that's a change of pace. Uh, Ken, I will ask you this, my friend. Do you play any mobile games? Fuck no. No? No. Not, I, not, I even, put, not even a one. I put one on my phone to unlock costumes for Injustice, and I deleted, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I deleted that thing real fast. Like, ugh. You know, with you being the, the fan of Star Wars that you are, I thought you might have some... You know, some like single Star Wars, you know, mobile game there somewhere, but not no, even the one, huh? No, never. I don't download games on my phone. That's that's good for you, man. That's that is good for you. Uh, I did play one for a long time, over two years. I played uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper that I played, and it is that typical mobile game, free to play. They dra- you know, they pull you in with the free stuff, and then they egg you on to. Uh, to spend money by increasing the difficulty of the enemies and then making it look like you can't really clear this content without getting some very specific items and all that stuff. And I actually really enjoyed the game. I had a good time with it. But when you think about mobile games in particular, there are like daily tasks that you won't, you have to do in order to keep up with the content. So if you play any mobile game, and I mean basically any mobile game that is free-to-play... I'm not talking about just, like, card games are a little different in that way because, you know, they're card packs, so they work a slightly different. So, but at the same time, when you talk about whether you're talking about the game that I'm talking about, the Fate, um, there is the Fire Emblem game that's been very successful, and then you need the new, brand new Animal Crossing, the whatever, what's it called? Do I, I do not know. Camp. I know a lot of people played it for, like, a week and then fell off it real fast. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be how a lot of mobile games go. But the people that do stick around, that do really get invested, are basically pelted psychologically constantly to spend real money to either hasten their progress of the game or to just basically be able to enjoy more of the content because it's something that they like to do. So what I would do is that the game would update every day at 8 o'clock Eastern time. So basically, I would log on 
I would, you know, I would basically pick up my phone around that time or, you know, after a little after that time, I would log on, get my daily rewards, see what re- events has been like, un- uh, you know, unlocked or released. And I would do those things. I would get my resources that allows me to pull for more items and stuff like that. And over time, I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And then after a point, I kept pulling for items and I just kept getting shit luck. Like, incredibly bad luck, the worst kind of luck that you can possibly have in a situation. <clears throat> and I was just not, not having fun with the game at that point because, A, I was getting incredibly bad luck. And that was making me feel like I should maybe spend more money or spend money in order to try to get uh, the thing. And I will say, um, just for transparency's sake, I did spend real money there. Not very much. I spent maybe... Per month, I did like this 100 gem thing, which is equivalent to like a dollar pull. So it's basically like 30 or 40 dollars a month that I spent in that game. And in the long run, think about it. If I spent 30 dollars playing a game for two years, you know, that's that's actually a lot of money. I was gonna that's say, more that's, than a subscription. That's more than to, Netflix, dude. Dude, that's that's like three times Netflix. That's yeah. more than a subscription to World of Warcraft, more than a subscription to Final Fantasy. <clears throat> and the thing is, when you're spending money and you're spending like a dollar at a time, you're not really thinking about it because it's not a big deal. But throughout a long period of time, it just it just really adds up. And I just kept I just I thought about it. And with this, what the controversy with the loot boxes and all these things with free to play elements coming into the actual games, I felt like you know what I'm on. I wanted to really test myself and see how addicted I was to this game. And so I just kind of cut it out of my life. I thought I figured out, you know, like, you know what? This game takes a lot of time, you know, just daily. Even if it takes me one hour per day, that's one hour that I could have been doing something else, you know. And when I'm not doing it, I was feeling guilty, like I was I was wasting time and not being efficient. And that's something that I have an issue with, with like OCD and stuff like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not full blown OCD, but I do love being efficient with my time. So when I'm not being, it kind of bothers me in some way. So I cut that game out, and for the first few days, I literally found myself reaching for my phone, like, after 8 o'clock. You're like a thinking, crack addict. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, And I was like, wait a second, I stopped playing that game, so I, I put my phone down, and now feel good about it at that, at that point. So that lasted a couple of days, and then, since that point, I don't pick up my phone after a certain time, like, just to, for, like, whatever <laughs> update. So I'm feeling pretty good, good about it. I am completely mobile game-free. I still have like Hearthstone and like Shadowburst on my phone, but I don't, I don't I just, spend any money I on those. It. I kicked the habit, man. <laughs> yeah, card games are a little different. I think they're good for uh, when I'm at the gym. And I'm on the, I'm on the bike. I like to get like an arena run or try to start an arena run of Hearthstone. That's been good. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just it's just been good and liberating to cut out these games. And I'll tell you, man, a good close friend of mine. Kind of confessed to me that he spent over three thousand oh dollars on a mobile Star Wars game. Oh my god! In the last few months, and then oh. you know, like I told him, like I can't, I can't babysit him and watch him, watch him wherever, whatever he does, you know, and then make him stop playing a game that he enjoys. But the fact that he told me, and then that he seemed kind of ashamed of himself, uh, you know, kind of lets me know that he wants to quit, but. People want to dictate personality. It's a cry for help, Jay. It's a cry for it, help. It is. It is. You know, I I literally did offer to help in a multitude of ways, and I think he's uh he's cut back a lot, still God. spending money, but that shit is not, scary. not thousands. Of, it is. It really is, man. Because it's just it's just really preys on those people, and um, just because 
it's not something that affects you doesn't doesn't mean it's you know there's something that you should ignore you know it's kind of like drug use it's kind of like alcoholism it really preys on the people that have addictive personalities and it's something that you really need to recognize and when i was thinking about like how i thought i was overspending spending like 30 dollars a month and then my friend tells me he's like oh i spent three thousand dollars in the last two months i'm like I saw just, yeah, yeah, I saw a news story this week about a guy that like almost ruined his marriage and spent like uh, like 150 grand Jesus. on the Final yeah. Fantasy game. And I, I read just, about that too. Yeah, I'm just like, God, man. I am so glad that I am not one of those people that that, yeah. that happens to. Like, I'm bad. I'm bad for certain things. Like, you know, a game comes out, it's digital, it's like 15 bucks. I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. I'll buy that. But... You know, it's not like a thousand dollar a month problem. Yeah, and that that scares me. It, it it's really it's really frightening, you know. Yeah, because it's so easy. You just tap a button. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even feel like you're spending real money because it always gets transferred onto some other currency that's not doesn't have a dollar sign attached to it. Yeah, exactly. Like you just you just buy it and. You don't you don't hand somebody a card or you don't hand somebody some money. Mm-hmm. You just press a button and you you it's like that the endorphins in your brain you're getting an immediate like something you're getting something yeah you roll the dice and then you hopefully maybe you'll get something that you want and it's crazy because if you think about it right what it costs me to do an eleven pull so you you have these relics and then you do. I'll pull 11 times to see if you can get something rare. The percentage chance that you're going to get something rare is about 10%. Percentage chance that you're going to get something that you want is like 1% or 2% chance, right? So guess how much it costs to do that 11 pull as I, far as monetary value goes like I for money? $3. $30, Ken. Oh, my God. It costs $30 to do that 11 pull. And when you, think of, when you put it that way, when you do two of those pulls... You just pay for a full price of a $60 game yeah. on imaginary items that don't matter in a video game. And that is okay because it's free to play. They got to make their money somehow. And that is fucking insane. How does And then when I thought about me like partaking in that kind of situation, I thought about the amount of things that I could do with that money and that's my argument with my friend is that he spent three thousand dollars. He ha- he's you know he's living with a woman. She has a child, you know. And then think of what good you could have done with that, you know. You could think put about all the times you could have. Yeah, yeah. Just put it, you know. Think about all the times you could have taken your. Uh, you could have done your entire Christmas shopping, you know, oh, for easy. an entire year easily. Yeah. For everyone you love and more, for that money that you spent on nothing, literal nothing, that little bit of endorphin that just say fucking hits you in in your brain for half a second and it's not worth it. It's really not. Like uh Drew, do you play any mobile games at all? No, nah, the only thing I ever played was uh Puzzle and Dragons, but I quit that. Yeah, did you spend money at all on that? Never spent a dime. Wow, that's impressive. And you played that for a long time, right? Played it for a long time. It was probably at least 6 months something like that. Oh, that's that's not too long, but that's it's long enough. Did you ever feel like you wanted to spend money in that game at Puzzle Point? Oh, God. There was plenty of times where you'd yeah. be like at the end of a dungeon and get killed from the boss and then be like, oh, spend some money to get these magic stones and then you can just uh, <laughs> Drew you can was do like, it that way. Drew's like, fuck your stones. Yeah, fuck your stones. <laughs> yeah, they they know exactly. They have all the data uh, in the world to show how, how people spend and what makes them spend a little easier. And they use all that data. It's scientifically proven 
to attack your desires or your temptations, and it just uh scary. I don't know, dude. It is is fucking cancerous. I understand that there are a lot of people that enjoy these games free of charge without having any issues, but you know, there's there's you gotta you gotta be work you gotta be looking out for your every man, you know. You gotta you gotta try to protect the people that are are gonna be kind of weak to these kind of things in a lot of ways. So I'm just I'm just glad, dude. Like I'm I'm with you guys now. I'm a hundred percent uh free of these free to play mobile you know, mobile games with gotcha schemes and stuff like that. So I plan to keep it that way. I will not play another one. Uh, at least for, for like, I'll download something just to give an impression on it, but I will never, like, actually play it. I'll, I would uninstall it right away. I don't want to go on record and say that I would never play another one just in case I want to download it to check it out to have an opinion on it. So, you know, I don't want to pigeonhole myself in. But yeah, that's, that's basically it. But that's good to get out of my system because, man, it's a, it's a thing, it's a thing that I play for over two years. Consistently, every day that I did, and then I'm I'm free of it, and it feels good. I really wanted to download Puzzle Fighter, and I didn't because I knew that shit's that shit's dangerous. Is it is Puzzle Fighter was didn't they have like a ten dollar version of that game where you can just download it and just play it? Or yeah, but it's, that's not the one that just came out. The one that just uh, came out uh, is uh. free to play, and you buy these like gems to play. And apparently, if you play online. It's it's ruled by the people who spend the money. Yeah, is which is the case. So, Ugh, man, this uh, this industry, but there is undeniably so much money to be had there. So, I can't fault people from going after them, but at the same time, I can fault them just like how I fault tobacco companies into feeding into people's addictions on things that they really should not really have and be you know too much. Yep, it's a scary thing. Sure is. All right, well, I'll wrap it up. I didn't play a lot. I played a little bit of a few things. Uh, I'll start with Monster Hunter. I finally played it. Yeah, okay. Um, I like what that game's doing. I think it's pretty. I think the the, the systems are neat. I, I think I enjoyed what I played, uh, but like I was telling Drew the other day, I feel like that game complicates the simplest actions. And Could you give some examples? Um so you can lock onto an enemy in that game, mm-hmm. but the character doesn't necessarily attack in that direction. So, yeah. like I swing at the air a lot of times. Mm-hmm. That's very frustrating. Is it? It, it is for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I just say you know that's uh, Monster Hunter has like kind of the same fan mentality as Dark Souls. Like no, no, no. My my justification of that thing is that. By allowing you to attack however and wherever you want, it gives you the freedom to just kind of do what you want. But I understand that maybe, uh, I don't know, could they have made like a different lock-on system on top of the lock-on system? Because the lock-on system is actually used not to like aim, auto-aim at certain things. It's just there so that when it's doing fucking 360 no-scopes all over your face (laughs) and jumping all over you, you can keep track of where it is. That's what it's used for. It's not there to like help you aim at the things as as much, um, but I can understand it. Yeah, because most of the time, the traditional lock gun will just basically have you go towards the enemy attacking in their direction, right? Yeah, Which is that's, not the that's case how lock on works in in most games. Most so. games, yeah, yeah, I, I understand it. Okay, sure. Um, also, it didn't explain things very well. Like for example, uh, I know John had the issue last week where it was prompting him to press a button to do something, but it mm-hmm. wasn't telling him to put his weapon away. 
I ran into the same issue where it was telling me to hold L2 to throw something, to aim something to throw, and I'm I'm just sitting there holding the button. I'm like, this isn't doing anything. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, it's because you had your weapon out. I'm like, oh, thanks, game, for telling me nothing. That's great. Okay. But no, I, I, I think it's a neat game. I don't know that I'll play very much of it, but I think it's got neat systems. Um... And I, and I think it could be fun. I just wonder how... I wonder if it would get to... I wonder if there'd be a point where the game gets too complex and complicated and difficult for me to continue playing it. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. Oh, what'd you find now? Uh, I'm on Facebook, and oh God. A, a friend of mine who... Um, he... Alright. My barber, who is probably in his 70s, uh, he just shared a picture and it says, I bet you won't share this because you're, because you're too embarrassed to have Jesus on your wall. And there's a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is that the first time you've seen that joke? <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that he, he doesn't know who the fuck Obi-Wan Kenobi is. <laughs> so he thinks he's really Jesus? He really thinks it's Jesus. Well, you know, he's kind of not wrong. Okay. Let's just put that out there. Oh yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi did die for our sins. So he did. He did. and he killed Darth Maul, which looked like the devil. So you know, mm-hmm. you're right, <laughs> right, right. And he has a magnificent beard. So he you does know, have a magnificent. He, he does. Beard. I mean, it looks like Jesus. So there you go. Way and to go, Ewan. <laughs> um, I also I, I played a lot of PS4 betas over this time. I played Fighting Layer EX. Um. Skullamania oh, yeah, is in it. He is. He is in it. Um, that game has a weird bug. What's I, the bug? And I kind of found it funny. I read about it on Twitter. So I was playing the beta, and I'm like, this doesn't look very good. Like, it's it's real blurry. It's real... It looks very low res. Like, you know how Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is like... Like, like you can tell it's really low resolution. Oh, yeah. Fighting Layer EX looks worse. And I'm like, ah. this, something's going on here. Turns out, there's four people making this game. And before they put the beta out, they did not own a 4K TV to test it on a Pro. So there's nice. a bug that when you're playing on a Pro on a 4K <laughs> TV, the resolution drops to dog shit. <laughs> That's exactly why we bought a Pro Force, so that we could have a worse experience with the games that we exactly. have. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, but the World Final Fantasy thing. It is a. It is a. It is a. It is that game. It is Street Fighter EX in the way that it plays. They did introduce this new system called the Progressive Control System, and I don't like that thing at all. It no, changes, that that thing is hot garbage, dude. Yeah, like it changes the quarter circle motions to back forward motions. For every character, and I'm like, no, thank you, no, thank yeah. you, sir. You set it back to the normal immediately. I, uh, yeah, that was the first because I'm playing it. I'm like, why can't I do any moves? And I went to the move list. I'm like, why is everything back forward? You know what I did miss about the EX games is that so it's kind of unique to this game in particular. Is that you cancel supers into supers, and that is so satisfying to do. And it's it's weird that most other fighting games. Or almost no other fighting games allow you to do this. King of Fighters 14 did. 
Did they? Yep. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, yep. they did. That was but, really. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty rare, and I think the EX Street Fighter EX games were one of the first ones to do it. Yeah, King of Fighters 14 is still the most underrated fighting game on the PS4. Suck it. Eh, it's uh, just. I love that it's game. Just, it's, it's an okay game. I just wish it looked like King of Fighters 13. Is what it is. It's. Um, I guess they've been talking about adding a new character to it or something. Uh, the the fighting layer or no to King of Fighters. Fighters. Oh, I haven't I haven't heard. Did they put us a news or something? I thought that they announced a new character, which is cool because that game's been quiet for a long time. I I haven't heard about the about the new character. Maybe something I should look into. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard that either. So uh, the next thing I play, I didn't play anything that's actually finished this week. That's kind of the <laughs> theme I'm going with here. I played. I know the next game then. I played a little game called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Uh, I'm sure nobody's ever heard of this game. So could you elaborate on what it is? Yeah. So this is a game where a bunch of people jump out of a plane on an island, and they don't have nothing. They just got they just got the shirt on their back, and you got to run around, and you got to find weapons, and then you got to kill everybody else. Sounds like the Hunger Games. Yeah, kind of Battle Royale. You know that old yeah. Japanese movie? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Um, are you students in high school? <laughs> I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I'm just random person 37 or whatever. So there is no story whatsoever in this? Nah, dude. Nah. Okay. Uh, this game is really not finished. Like a, <laughs> like a lot. Um and they're selling it for what? Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Uh, they do label it as game preview, just like uh, Steam labels it as early access. You know the game is not done when it boots up. It brings up a big menu that says, "Hey, this game ain't done." So there's that. But I will admit, this is the most intense gaming experience I've ever had. Have you got a chicken dinner yet? Fuck no, Drew. <laughs> There, as the guy, family guy says, there is no way. <laughs> how, how close have you gotten? So Thirty-eight. Oh, okay. I did get two kills. Game. I got two kills in that match. All right, all right, that's good. Which a kill in that game is one of the most satisfying things you'll ever do. It is just so great when you run into somebody, and like <clears throat> when you run into somebody in the game. It's kind of like a dance. So it's like you're wondering if the dude has better stuff than you do. What kind of gun is he carrying? What kind of armor does he have on? Like how much health does he have left? Like it's intense. And then when you kill them, you immediately are just like, oh my god. I killed that guy. Because a kill in that game is not like getting a kill in Call of Duty. It's like getting a kill in a 1v1 game. Like, it's super satisfying. Um, I've seen footage of this game. I have not personally played it. The footage I see of it... Alright, so let me preface this by... I enjoy games where if I make a mistake and lose... I like to learn from that mistake and apply it in my next time around. Mm-hmm. Every piece of footage I've seen of PUBG, I would not learn anything from losing. <laughs> I would get shot. I would have no idea who shot me, from where, and with what. 
Yeah, and it seems like it seems like everything. Yeah, it seems like everything revolves around that, and that's not fun to me. Yeah, it's it's definitely a different experience. So what you learn by playing is where to go and what to look for, and how and deciding how you want to play. So there are certain hot spots on the map where there's a lot of loot, and that's where probably thirty to forty percent of players go at the right off the plane. Because you can choose where you jump out of the plane. Um, and then the people that like to immediately get into it, like every match that I played, as soon as you jump out of the plane, there's a counter at the top right that tells you how many people are left. And within the first five to ten minutes, it goes down very fast. Because um, there's always that group of people that runs right to the big area and grabs all the weapons and starts doing the, the battling. Um, then there are people like me who prefer to kind of jump out to the outskirts of the map, you know, do some searching, get some stuff, and then move and slowly make my way across the map. So that's kind of what I like about it, is that you can kind of play it different ways, depending on what you want to do in that match. Like, if I want to get crazy, I'll just jump near, like, I think that's the school, is like the big hotspot area. So I would just jump there. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's very deep in the things that it does do. So like, it's not just picking up a weapon. Um, there's also armor, there's also backpacks, there's also, you know, grenades, there's also attachments for guns. So if you find those, you can get like a scope and you can get like a, um, like a handle on the front of the gun so that it's more stable when you shoot and like it's a crazy thing. And then, of course, there's the, the shrinking of the map that happens after a certain amount of time, um, which I have been caught in the outskirts. It sucks. Uh, it's very frustrating because it's like I didn't get killed by somebody. I got killed by a, a an unstoppable force that's telling me I need to go to this specific area on the map. Killed by the architects. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Every time in Destiny. The Destiny. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. So I've died a few times by that. Um, but no, I think it's cool. I think for $30, it's a neat experience, and I'll be interested to see how it continues to improve. Um, I did play it on X. When you're actually in the game itself, it's fine. It doesn't exactly run at an optimal frame rate, but it is not unplayable. Uh, the opening area where everybody's running around testing guns is god-awful. It's it's absolutely atrocious in performance. And the plane ride is weird. Like, it's really low-poly, bad frame rate. But again, these are all sections of the game that don't affect the gameplay. When you're in the actual game, it's fine. And it's locked at 30 on the X, right? It's not locked. <laughs> it's not... Oh, this is game. You, you made that sound really bad. Yeah, no, it's not locked. It it definitely drops. Um, but again, it is in preview. So if it launches not locked, I will have an issue. But anything that's not finished, I'm not going to say anything. It's like okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, but we got we have to be clear that the game is literally coming out like a week from now, right? Not on Xbox. 1.0? Not on Xbox. Not on Xbox. I'll go on PC. That's that's okay. PC's 1.0. Xbox's 1.0 won't be till 2018. Okay. Yeah, yeah. if it was launching on the 20th for Xbox One, I'd be like, eh, maybe not. Truthfully, I, I saw somebody on Twitter tweet this, so I can't take credit for it, but I really, really, really think that what happened is this game was not ready to launch, even in preview, and Microsoft had promised it before the end of 2017, so they waited till the last possible minute and released it as 
not broken as possible. <laughs> um, sure. I mean, I understand it. It was a promise that they made. And clearly, most people don't have a problem with it. As we'll talk about in news, this game sold a million copies in 48 hours on Xbox. That's insane. Yeah. And Microsoft just announced that every Xbox One X that you buy going forward, starting on today, I think, gets a free copy of this game. Is is the game like nigh unplayable on the original Xbox One with how bad it is on the X? I haven't played it on original Xbox. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so I've heard it's bad. I've heard it's not great okay. on the original Xbox, but I have I've yet to play. I have one, but I have yet to play it on that. So it's. But I do say it is a really interesting experience, and I am sure that I will get my thirty dollars out of it. It sure. is not going to become my Overwatch. I'm not concerned about that, but. I did like it. Oh, did you uh, manage to maybe like you know bring in like Justin to play with you or something like that to have a co-op experience? Nobody bought it. Really? But a million people bought it. (laughs) Well, I mean, nobody that I know bought it. Oh, okay. So like none of my friends on my friends list were playing this game, and I'm like, well, because there's different modes. There's the solo mode where you're by yourself. There's the duo mode, and then there's a squad mode, which I think is four players. And in that, as long as one of you is the last one standing, then you get the chicken dinner. Yeah. So can you still, is there still friendly fire on and everything? Yes, I believe friendly fire is there. Okay. Because this game very much goes for its realistic roots. Like it's got bullet drop, it's got, you know, um, ricochets, ricochet bullets. So like if you hit like a metal object, it can ricochet off and shoot. Like it's, they take that stuff very seriously. I was I, I didn't realize it was a uh, is it Japanese made? Uh, Korean is the company. Korea. That, uh, Korean, Blue okay. Hole, yeah, Blue Hole is a Korean company. Koreans. I, 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 I for the longest time I thought this was just like a small team in the United it was, States. It was a guy. This. It was a guy that started it. Uh, was a guy that made Arma mods, and then okay. a Korean company took his idea and worked together with him to create mm-hmm. the final game. Gotcha. So. But yeah, I mean, good on those guys. They, I mean, they're probably going to hit close to 30 million copies of this game on, across platforms by the end of the year, and that's mm-hmm. kind of insane. So now that you have a taste of this kind of gameplay, Ken, mm-hmm. are you more likely to maybe try out the Fortnite version of the Battle Royale? I tried to get into the Fortnite. My biggest problem with Fortnite is it's fucking mm. just... It's cumbersome menus and getting into games. Yeah. Like, I don't... And it's... It's cumbersome to play that game because you know it has, like, the building aspects. Sure. And on a controller, that's really fucking weird. Yeah, I don't I don't know how well that works on the controller, but uh, doesn't it at least perform better? It does perform better, and it's got a more colorful <clears throat> art style, so maybe I'll yeah. check it out. Um, well, that is that is free on, like, the $30 version. Yeah, so no, I have Fortnite. No I have it installed on my Xbox One. I played the, the Horde version of it, you know, before they changed what kind of fucking game it was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They literally changed the title and the logo and all. Yeah, like, it doesn't even, like, the other mode of that game is now, like, secondary to the freaking Battle Royale mode. And I get it, it was a smart move, they're making a lot of money off of it, so... I don't know. I might go check it out. Again, that's not my kind of game, like, Overwatch is my kind of game. Right. So, I hear you, but I'm. I really now that I've finally broken my my PUBG cherry. I I appreciate what that <laughs> game is, uh, and I get why people get so deep into it. Like it's, 
it's very interesting, and it's unlike anything else I've ever played. So, but no, I think, I mean, just the normal stuff outside of that. I really want to get back into the Resident Evil DLC very soon. Damn. Yeah, I want to play that. But let's talk about what's going out this week. There ain't a whole lot. Uh, defunct. Is that? I don't know what that is. Uh, Bridge Constructor Portal. Remember that Portal game they announced? It's out this week. What What was that thing about? They say they're going to announce a new Portal game, and then it turned out to be the Bridge Constructor game? Yep. That's what it was. It's out it's this just, week. What connection does that have to do with Portal exactly? I don't understand. I guess you're building bridges with portals? Huh. I don't know. Okay. That's out this week, so... Uh, Future War Reborn... Life is Strange Before the Storm Episode 3. Hell is Empty. God, that's fucking is that, dark. It, yeah, is that the final episode of that? Uh, yeah, series? then they're going to do the bonus episode with the original voice actor. Oh, um, I'm actually interested in checking that out uh, after it's finished. Yeah, I uh, Dr- How about you, Drew? I haven't looked yeah. at any of it. Well, I mean, but I know you're kind of the person that really championed... Uh, you know, Life is Strange in particular. You know, you, re- you really like the game, so I'm surprised you don't really care about the the prequel, you know, series at all. The thing is, is what made Life is Strange so good was the the choices and the you know Max's power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's in this prequel. Me neither. Um, she can't I guess, have powers, right? She learned. Yeah, it'd be weird. Max not in it. I thought she was in it. This is before Max got there. Oh, I don't. I thought the whole thing about the second or about this was that the original voice actor for Max wasn't in the game. Chloe. Oh, is it Chloe? I don't know. Yeah, it's Chloe probably. I stopped midway through the second episode because I thought that game was just terrible. Honestly, I haven't even looked at this, so I don't. I may be wrong completely. I don't know. Maybe, but I don't know. I did enjoy the first game, not as much as Drew did. But at the same time, I do have some questions about, uh, you know, what happened to Chloe and the, and the girl who, who we find, you know, her ultimate fade out in the actual series. So, like, uh, I'm interested in checking it out. And the fact that it's only three episodes long makes it easier to swallow as far as the content goes. You know, it's less to play. So maybe something that uh, I'll dig into. Now, that is there a physical copy of that game coming out at all, Ken? Do you know? Uh, I saw it out there, but it's one of those discs that will download it anyway. So. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it'll be a good rental. Yes. Uh, I'm waiting on Batman to finish so I can play through that. Uh, Raining Blobs, not to be confused with Raining Blood, that song by Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Accounting Plus, the Justin Roiland Stanley Parable collaboration game. Was yeah, that- I heard that was pretty fun. It's out on PSVR this week. Shooty Fruity. Like Tootie? I was waiting on somebody. Fruity, say, I was waiting on somebody to say, "Oh, Rudy." <laughs> Tootie, fruity. Oh, Rudy. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Uh, Switch actually has the most releases this week. It's got a lot. Uh, Brawl Out, which I am playing and I cannot talk about. Uh, Crawl. Dragon Fang Z: The Rose and Dungeon of Time. <laughs> I ain't gotta look this I, one up. I don't know what that is. Blossom Tales, The Sleeping King. Oh man, it's good to know Mayan Bialik still has work. 
Nobody? Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me interrupt you there for a second. Sure, uh, sure, sure. All right. Let me sell you this game as hard as I can within the announcement sentence, okay? of This this is the title of the news that's talking about this game. Just for you, Ken, okay? Yep. Roguelike. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> Roguelike JRPG starring, like... Anime girls, this is what it is. Nope. It's uh nope. that that sounds like a game that they got into a conference call together, right? And they said, <clears throat> What would Ken love to play at this very moment? And they just started listing aspects of things that you value the most. The roguelike aspect, the the Japanese little anime girls that you love so much. Oh yeah. They just combine it yeah. all into one factor and then boom. Just, just I, got, <clears throat> I got a press release the other day. And I felt like as I was reading it that it was a group of people in a room trying to come up with what was, what the kids were playing. Mm-hmm. Because the game was described as a roguelike, top-down, twin-stick shooter with RPG elements. And I'm like, nice. what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright, Frederick, the resurrection of music, because we all know it's been dead for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, Guns, Gore, and Cannoli is coming to the Switch. That's a cool game. Does it actually have anything to do with cannolis? Because I, I would a, like a cannoli right now. It's a mafia. It's oh, an okay. Italian mafia game. Yeah, like okay. side-scrolling like shooter. It's pretty good, actually. I, I enjoyed that game. You know, cannolis are good, but I think they're a little overpriced for what they are. Is well, that just me? You, know. uh, you, you get what you pay for. You know. okay. uh, Max, The Curse of Brotherhood. That game came out in 2013. On the Xbox yeah, One. <laughs> been out. Uh, the next game, Mom hit my game! Exclamation point. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I feel game. like I'm reading the PC releases, not yeah. the Switch releases. Yeah. Uh, of mice and sand: colon revised. <laughs> All right. Okay. Puzzle box maker. Hmm. The coma recut. That's that Korean horror game, right? Yes, yes. The Deer God? I've played this game. That game is fucking weird. Deer God. Yeah, it's like... D-E-E-R or D-E-A-R? So the premise behind the game is you start the game as a hunter. Uh You are then killed and resurrected by God as a deer. Ah! You also play as other things too, right? Yeah, yeah. Once you die as the deer, you get resurrected as other animal. It's fucking... Weird game. Uh, cool. The next Penelope. Uh, Tiny Metal. Tiny Troopers Joint Ops XL. Played that game and reviewed it. Yep. Heart and Slash. I played that game and reviewed it. Uh, Tactical Mind. That's all the Switch games coming out this week. Uh, 3DS is getting Battle Miners and Picross E8, as well as Mom Hid My Game. That's also coming to the 3DS. Just this Mom Hid My Game is kind of coming out in a lot of things. Mm. We'll see if it's it coming out on, on PC. See if it's coming out on PC. I'm looking at PC now. I'm checking it. I do not see it, but that doesn't mean it's not there. So, has anyone's mom ever ha- hid their game before in real life? No. 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 Uh, no, no, mom hid my game on Steam. Okay, I do have some Steam games you might want to look into, though. Okay, including Dracula's Library Two. <laughs> All right, 
Oh, okay. My. Dracula's Library 2 uh, is a... F- f- what the fuck is this game? Dracula has again summoned you to help him with his library. Sure. This time, however, a host of younger vampires have their minds bent on stealing Dracula's wealth of knowledge. It is your duty to organize and protect Dracula's vast collection of books while fighting off those who wish to steal his knowledge. Yeah, sure. All right, all right, all right. We also we also have another sequel coming out this week that everybody should check out. It's called Chocolate Makes You Happy Two. Sequel. The sequel again. to Chocolate Makes You Happy. I mean, these are important sequels. We we have to know what happened with that cliffhanger to Chocolate Makes You Happy. Are you, are you looking it up, or what are you? What are you I'm doing? trying. What do you got there, Drew? It sounds like he's hunting and pecking on his keyboard, like he can't I find am. the letters. I can't find the letters. <laughs> so got, where I'm, did you where did you buy your keyboard from? Did you buy it from the most obnoxious keyboard ever made? dot com? Is that <laughs> is that is that the store brand you go for? It came from iBuyPower.com. Oh, okay. Oh, is that a is that a sponsored link? Yeah. Are they going to send me a check? I like a check. Yeah, checks are cool. Um, we okay. all, you, did you find it? I, I think so, yeah. Okay. Chocolate makes you happy. Oh, this is real simple. Casual, colorful, physical puzzles with sweets, jumpers, teleports, and explosions. I don't even know what oh, you said. I forgot okay. the first three things you said already. Yeah. Uh, we also have, can you eat by yourself? <laughs> 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 Why are all these titles like all lowercase? I don't know, but they're like that on the the screen I'm looking at too. So see, see, Ken, when you told me that Switch is getting a lot of games, I think when you said games, I think you might have been exaggerating. I, you didn't because, see my finger close. You, know, you didn't. See, okay. This isn't Switch, by the way. This is PC. I'm on PC oh, okay. now. Right, right. Uh, can you eat by yourself in the game? You can control the tableware to get the specialized food. That's not it. That's not English. The game stimulates the various troubles yeah. brought about by the growths of age. Yeah, this is not English. This is about allowing, <laughs> allowing you to experience the problems that older people are exposed to. We urge everyone to care more about the elderly in your family. Yes, thank you. That is literally the description of the game. Their first language is not English. Finally... Finally, we have Battle for the Last Chicken. You know, that would be a fearsome battle indeed. It would Imagine be. If, if chickens were like wiped out and then there was only one chicken left in the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, he, he, man. Come on with you it. Just, you just have to look at this. So, it is Battle for the Last Chicken VR is what it says. Oh, God. It has a pic. It basically looks like PUBG. There's a guy guy with a suit and tie on. He is surrounded with armor made by skillets. Sure. Uh, Content that may not be appropriate for all ages. I'm going to view the page. Oh. All right. The description is, as a desperado, you join in a very thrilling death game for a large amount of money. The game has 100 people involved. Uh, this is VR. Okay. I'm watching. I'm watching a video of it, um, and it looks like it looks like battle royale, but first person. 
this requires HTC Vibe. Vive. Vive, excuse me. Uh, use the PP gun. <laughs> That's what it says. Use the PP gun shaped controller in uh, to get a better immersive experience. Oh my god. As a desperado, you join a very thrilling death game for a large amount of money. The game takes uh, has 100 people involved, and the other 99 people are your enemies. This game takes place on a desert island. On this island, you need to show your very tough attitude for victory. By killing all the enemies of all the kinds of weapons, the lone survivor will get a delicious chicken and a large amount of money. So yes. they're, they're spoofing off the chicken dinner? Yes. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, it all makes sense. It all came full circle. I was waiting for the chicken to become a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and once again, this is all lowercase. What is up with this? I don't know. Must be a Unity thing. English is hard, man. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into news. There's not a whole lot. It's that time of year. But they did announce a new game that you need to know about. Are you ready for it? Go. Oh. Mount Your Friends 3D. Wow. Yeah, right? You know, I, I saw, I've saw i seen screenshots of Monster Friends. And uh, Drew, are you familiar with Monster Friends at all? Drew, Drew's speechless about Monster Friends. Don't you remember Monster Ma- Friends? Oh, yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, they're making a 3D version of that game. Oh, God, that's... I think you should watch the trailer. I, I want to hear your reaction to the trailer right now, Drew. Go, go Google Monster Friends 3D trailer. I want uh, This hear. is on. This is <gasps> on Steam. Um, I don't know if it's got a Steam page yet. They just announced it. It's not out yet. And if there is even even a slight chance that anyone is going to come by your house or look into what you're doing, maybe not watch the video. Okay, so this is called Mount Your Friends 3D. A hard man is good to climb. <laughs> That's subtitle. It's incredible. Oh man, this is. Is it? Is it happened yet? Have you seen it in 3D? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Did you see the, the 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 waggle? Yep, it's going nuts. Oh yeah, that thing it's, is it's moving very on its own at this point. It's got. It's, it definitely has a mind of its own for sure. Join the great simulated sports-like experience of friend mounting. <laughs> Assemble your team and climb your way to the top. Mount your friends. 3D brings mounting to the third dimension mm. with the same classic innuendo. Uh, that made you slightly uncomfortable back in the day. Yes, yes. Slightly, huh? When are they wow. bringing that, when they bring in that to, to Xbox One? Because it came out on Xbox 360 under uh, the indie games. I still remember we recorded a video for that, didn't we? You did. Yes, that did. game. Yeah, there's a video of us playing that game on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Oh man, that game. It, 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 basically, it's it's a. 10 minute video of me uncontrollably chuckling at the wieners it's um and you know what's funny is we we knew nothing about that game I think we were one of the first people to cover that game it was like an indie Xbox Live indie game right? yeah what we would do is we would just pick a bunch of games because all the indie games had like an 8 minute trial that you could play <laughs> So we would just pick a bunch of games and then just record a video. We'd go into them with no. We would just we would base the video off of the cover of the box that was on the the store. So I think that one and the the um, the kids in traffic game are two of yeah. my favorite ones. 
Uh, Techno Kitten Adventure. Yeah, Techno Kitten Adventure was so good. We did a follow. We actually bought the game. Mm-hmm. Really? And did a second one because that game was so good. Like that first video is amazing. That was a great video. I remember, um, God, what was it, John America, something like that. Oh yeah, that. And game. you guys thought it was going to be a shooter, and, and then all of a sudden, strategy like, game or something. It cut. It cuts to like um, him in a helicopter, yes. and it's like a map. And I remember <laughs> both of you and Justin go, "What?" <laughs> like simultaneously. <laughs> And then we started nuking, like, South Africa or something just to see what yeah. would happen. Oh, man, that was a weird game, too. And there was Billy the Kidney Bean. That was a good one. Yep. Oh, man. I miss doing those videos so much. They were so fun. Uh, Adventure Time is getting an open-world game. It's coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC next year. I heard that animated series is coming to an end soon, so I guess it's a good time to have a big game with that for that. So, if I didn't need another reason to want to play Final Fantasy XIV again, their Christmas update is out, and it lets you get a flying Santa bear as a mount. Santa bear? Santa bear. It's a, like a bear. bear? It's a, no, it's a brown bear with a Santa hat and coat. Alright. Gonna have to... You ever noticed in like those MMOs that sometimes are free to play um, that you can tell who has money and who doesn't? Oh, absolutely. Because you've always got those guys who like look like they're, you know, Guild Wars 2. You got this guy who's like in neon green armor and this giant sword that's not in the game at all. And <laughs> it's just like, wow, okay. Standing next to a regular barbarian. The, yeah. the Santa Bear has an ability to. Chuck presents that explode into fireworks. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Jesus Christ. That is I so, want this mount. That is so boss. I don't even play the game, but I want this mount. Goddamn. That's cool. I have a mount of Final Fantasy fourteen that looks like the, the big eyeball monster from the cover of Monster Rancher. It's oh, pretty, yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, so when the Switch came out, everybody said the controller, the, you know, the Joy-Cons in the Joy-Con holster look like a dog. Yeah. There's, there's actually a controller coming out, a, a holster for your Joy-Cons that has the, the dog's tongue. Looks like, looks like a dog. Looks yeah. like, it, it, it's called the pupper. Embrace it, man. Embrace it. Yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein 2's DLC started this week, and... I totally forgot that game was doing DLC, and I kind of want to buy that season pass and play those. Um, do you know what they're about? They're about different characters. So the first one is mm. uh, about a, a quarterback. Um, so here's the description. It has you control a quarterback forced to play soccer by Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. That's okay. perfect. That's, that's good. Yeah. So I kind of want to buy because I think they're doing three or four of those episodes. And they're all based on different characters. He it's was it. in the game, right? I can't answer. The quarterback? That. I don't remember. Maybe it it's was... depending on who you chose. Um, he was like wearing the varsity jacket. Who did you pick? I don't want to say. Did you pick Fergus or the other dude? Oh, you talking about the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? who oh, okay. Um. I picked uh, the other guy. guy yeah, see, I name. went Fergus, so maybe that's why I didn't see him. Yeah, I, I chose I Fergus that, as well. I don't think that affects it, does it? I thought it, it might. did. 
Because I don't do I I don't remember that guy, and I took Fergus. Was Fergus addicted to LSD? No, I missed no. that whole thing. Oh, that's great. We, we got we got a whole another thing thanks to Fergus. That whole yeah. artificial arm bit is amazing. Yeah, that the arm bit is pretty great, <laughs> especially with the especially Teach with you, some manners. Especially <laughs> so when good. you get the other crew members, <laughs> and it's like flipping people off. <laughs> I need to replay that as Fergus. I want to replay it as as the other guy because I want to see the LSD stuff because I have not seen it at all. I actually YouTube the other yeah. scene that I missed by picking the other guy, and there's but they're both pretty great. But yeah. I, I I like Fergus's scenes better, so I'm I'm happy. I I'm like happy Fergus better as a character. Yeah. He's a, he's a great character, and the reason why but the he thing has... is uh, the the Prince. end of the game, Ken, the the speech that's delivered is actually delivered by the other other guy. If you're playing as the younger guy huh. at the end of Wolfenstein 2, it's like a big speech. It's actually pretty memorable too. So try to YouTube the different scenes, I, uh, and you'll see you'll see the difference. I think I might just play that game again. Might be, might, might be worth doing. Ryan's actually pretty great because he's like a, uh, you know, like a Leave It to Beaver type. Yeah, you know? yeah, gee, yeah. Gee golly, guys! And then he's also addicted to LSD. <laughs> I, th- I think I might play it again because I finished it. After the X patch came out, and I only had one level left, so now I can play through the whole game in 4K. Mm. So that would be a nice excuse to play through that game again. It's not that long either, so. Oh, man. Uh, Hitman. A chunk of Hitman is free right now, uh, including the Paris level and the Christmas update. Really? Just like. You can just, just go download for... it. Yep. Oh, really? It's called the Christmas yes. Pack. It includes Paris and the, the Christmas DLC. I'm going to go download that right now. That's yeah, Hitman's, Hitman's real good, Joe. Yeah, I think it's a great like game. It. Called the Christmas Pack? Yeah, it should be on the store on either system. Uh, yeah, I already saw it on Steam when I logged in. It was just on the main page. So Okay, just, I'll take yeah, a look. Hitman and you're good. Uh, PS4 was the best-selling console in November. I think we talked about that last week. Really? It wasn't as a Switch? Nope. Switch was number three. Xbox One was number two. Wow, that's actually surprising. Okay. Uh... <laughs> No, holiday pack. There we go. There, yeah, okay. Uh, Pokemon Crystal is coming to the 3DS Virtual Console next month. Oh, I forgot to mention that I played this. I did play this. Uh, I tried to hunt the Predator. How'd that go? Ghost Recon. Yeah, fuck that, Drew. (laughs) Really? (laughs) He one-hit you, dude! Oh, so you can't let him get close. (laughs) And he's invisible most of the... and And he uses the trees. But I have to give them credit; they fucking nailed it. So when you're when you're trying to find him, you'll hear him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The sound effects are all around you, and then <clears throat> when you get engaged with him, it plays the music from the battle at the end with Dutch. Oh, that's great! Yeah, it's it's ri- it's worth checking out. But there were two of us, and I mean, we did it like ten times. And I don't know that we ever even put a dent in him. Is it just like a section of the map there's that a, he's at? Yeah, there's a forest over on the right side of the map. And you go over there and you talk to the girl, like mm-hmm. from the movie. <laughs> oh, really? And she even says, she's like, the jungle came alive and killed them. <laughs> but yeah, it's... It would be great if like your character would be just like, come on, I'm right here. <laughs> I, when we were playing, when we were playing like the the game has like dynamic weather and and day and night cycles. When we started, it, you know, it was sunny. It was you know we could see, and then about five or six battles into it, all of a sudden it switched to nighttime with a lightning storm. 
Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> that is a stressful thing. Let me tell you. Whew. But yeah, he, he would basically, like, you'd see the three bars attached to one of you, and you're like, yeah, I'm just dead. I'm just dead. Uh, Konami showed off Metal Gear Survive single player mode this week. Did any of you guys watch it? I did. No. Okay. Um, what do you think? It's got crafting in it. Of course, every game has crafting in it now. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know how I feel about that game. It's not a Metal Gear game without Kojima. Yeah. I don't... I mean, it's built on Metal Gear 5, and that game was fun to play. Sure was. So... When's this even coming out? It's first quarter? Yes, early 2018. Okay. Um, what else is going on? Not much. Last Jedi updates out for Star Wars adds three new missions to the single player, which I need to play. <clears throat> My God, I'll tell you, Gabe Newell had some kind of like voodoo ritual going on because I'm downloading 9.2 gigabytes and it's less than an hour remaining. Steam is very fast. Steam yeah. does not mess around. It, it is the maximum possible speed plus one megabyte. <laughs> yeah. Stuff from Steam doesn't make sense. Uh, Nino <clears throat> Kuni 2 was delayed to March. Sure was. That um, you know what I'm thankful for that because fucking January is looking stacked, so that's good. Yep. Um, there's not much else going on. Truth be told, it's uh, it's it's a lull before the storm, man. When the new year hits and then January games start rolling out, I think we're gonna see some crazy stuff. <laughs> it's also the lull after the storm. We just had a huge news week last week, and oh, I don't know. The last three it's months true. have been packed with so many freaking AAA games. It's insanity. That's that's why I'm enjoying this time to just you know just relax, take my time playing through the games that I'm already playing, and I'm sure uh, we talked about it. You know, we got games to go catch up on before 2017 ends, so that we can. Uh, also, I've been doing my 2017 list for my uh, for the top ten, and guess how many games are on my top ten list, guys? Just, just ten. Number. You can only have ten. No, no. You see, a, a smart person would think that, but me. <laughs> A non-intellectual person has 32 games on this top 10 list. <laughs> Good luck, bud. <laughs> that I'm going to have to whittle down. Uh, some of these games are going to be fucking tough to cut. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I'm going to cut this down to 10 games. That's insane. Welcome to How am I going to do this? It's not fair. All right, we got a big email from Mookie right. about episode 500. Oh boy. It's called Happy Belated 500th and those two main events we had that other week. Hello guys, Mookie here, long-time listener since 2008 and may very well be a listener from the crew's first year. I discovered your podcast on Google Plus. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> while I was discovering podcasts for the first time and something to listen to while working out. That time I remember Wombat with his funny weekly dirt voice, Killer Wolverine's fake temper because I discovered that he's the total opposite. Not really. You haven't played Overwatch with him. Yeah, you need to play Overwatch with him. The horny boogeyman screaming vagina all the time. Gambus Khan, who at first thought was a scary oversized man in a white ice cream truck parking at the elementary school lurking kids, but ends up having a secret romance with the Princess of Canada. <laughs> and ZT, who I thought 
has a mind of a sex machine, but good God, Futter was a lot worse. But I giggity giggle every time because I enjoy sexually themed jokes. Alright. Those assholes are the big influencers why I got back into gaming and bought the Xbox 360 first before the PS3. And man, oh man, you guys were so right about XBLA. The best gaming time I had since PS1 time. Fast forward through time, we were introduced with Drew. And man, this guy is such a passionate and emotional mofo. Because I remembered one of the episodes on his early year expressing how much he loved you guys. And then a good amount of silence filled with the room. With that, I easily like him. As well as that sex Jew futter. I miss that fucker. Jesus. (laughs) I'll make sure to pass on the message. (laughs) (laughs) Just make sure you call him the sex Jew, though, so, you know, just put that out there. Uh, well, I know Mike, and he doesn't care if no, I call him that. There's, there's a video floating around out there where we played Sniper Elite that I make a joke. Oh, God. Yeah, that that was a funny moment, and he took it in stride, I gotta say. It was funny, though. Um, and, oh, the great miserable Brit, I'll have to be frank, I didn't like him at first. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody uh, liked him at first. But begun to throughout the years and his news burst podcast and I'm gonna miss I forgot about that. Oh yeah, he did a thing for like two episodes. <laughs> no, news burst lasted almost a year, dude. Yeah, it did. It did. How many episodes did he do in a year, Doug? Answer me that. He think he did about fifteen or twenty? Yeah. Yeah. For for a year, I don't know. Yeah, there's I'm, there's I'm a bunch of them out on YouTube. Yeah. Go take a look at YouTube. I was on a few of them. And then, well, at least he will be replaced with Jaded J. <laughs> Jaded J. Jaded J. Sure. You got a new name. Yeah. Uh, this is just my late 500th episode email, and my 10th anniversary email will come up soon, as well as my personal game of the year. Next, I want to share my personal thoughts on two major events, the Video Game Awards and that Sony event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to mention only the things I'm excited about, from the awards, just try not to get salty to other snowflakes and make them waste three to ten minutes argument rant about my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mookie, I love you. Soul Calibur Six, hell yeah. That's all it says. <laughs> the 50v50 mode for Fortnite Battle Royale. Uh, the game is getting a lot of fun. Then PUBG... I think he meant to say more fun. So I think I'm going to have to give it a try very soon. Bayonetta 1 and 2. Oh man, that's a good deal on Switch. And then the third one too. Oh fuck, more reasons for me to get a Switch ASAP. Uh, Witchfire. At first I thought it's going to be another walking simulator that are usually boring, but I was wrong. Kind of gave me the Hexen vibe. A Way Out should be a good game, but man, that dude, he was the highlight of the show. GTFO. Yeah, even my friends are on board for that. As long as I'm playing with friends, I'll be playing. I'll be good playing survival horror games. Uh, Metro Exodus. I better start playing that series soon. Yes, you should. I'll say the first game is rough. The second game is awesome, and the third game looks to be continuing the trend. Yeah, but the first game's ending is so fucking good. That's cool. Are you out of your mind? No, that game is great. <laughs> You are out of your mind if you think the ending to Metro 2033 is good. Oh, it was so good. You're out of your mind, dude. 
I tell you what, go back and listen to Phoenix now if you want to hear my opinions on Metro 2033. Whatever, Snowflake. Hey, I'm not a snowflake. I'm just saying, I'm spouting my opinion. How do you like that? <laughs> no, you're not. You're, you're discrediting mine, Drew. I'm offended. Well, you I'm going to go on Twitter. Corn. I'm going to go on Twitter and start a petition against you. Well, good luck. I haven't sexually harassed anybody. That's not true. It's very true. I never gave you permission to touch me there. I have a contract. <laughs> Uh, and my short comment about the Sony event boring but there are too many games in my gaming life to complain about it so if you guys wish to pause game releases to catch up time then maybe we should all live in a rural place and do nothing but play but to play those games offline and get back home with full of game surprises to fill up your empty empty list again not sure I followed that sentence anyway Again, happy 500th, and may I possibly retire my phrase of Puzzle Quest and move to costumes, because let's face it, costumes needs to beat the shit off pay-to-win contents in your life. And by the way, nacho cheese, baby! Damn right. You're odd-numbered again, Drew. (laughs) Sorry, my life. I also repurchased Bloody Boobs the other month (laughs) for 90% off, and the boob physics are now better. So I guess that game gave me like a minute boner and done. Nice. I, th- I, th- I thought that was you saying that for a minute there, and I was like, I didn't know you purchased it to begin with. No, no. Uh, he also says ZT's Evangeline voice is far better than Wombat's because I know the history of the radio, you kids, new listeners. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I appreciate the sentiment, but I truly think Wombat does the best Evangeline. Yeah. I've actually never heard your revenge line. No, I, most of the time it's just me chuckling while Wombat does it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. To the Twitter. What are you laughing at? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of your revenge line voice, and I think Kent always puts a lisp on most of his voices. <laughs> and they all end up being Dusty Roads. Dusty Roads is in the house. American dream. The American dream is coming out with Sweet Sapphire, and I'm going to take down Ted DiBiase because I'm Dusty Rose. Yeah. Johnny, pretty good. Johnny Bourbon on the Twitter says, Congratulations on the milestone. Been listening since 2007 or 8. Time flies. Big ups, boys. Thank you. Also, that is a great name. It is. Johnny Bourbon. Uh, Shiva Shankar says, we'll miss you on the show, fella. As a UK listener, you were the one fighting our corner on how aluminum should be spelt and pronounced correctly. Looking forward to the Game of the Year edition. Aluminium or whatever. Aluminium is how he says, <laughs> fucked up. John, what's wrong with you? A lot of, lot of, uh, lot of notes to John on his leaving. Uh, Dave says, sad to hear you'll be leaving the podcast. I'll miss the fellow English voice on there. Assume that extra free time will be spent actually playing a few games. Yeah. Uh, Dirty says, congrats on hitting the milestone. Uh, Keep up the great conversations. Game on. Here's one. So Doom (laughs) is tweeting to us. The the official Doom Twitter? The official Doom Twitter. So, So Doom. Eli. Yep. He says, haven't tweeted you guys in a minute. Gotta do so now. I've been a fan of Mario up until they made the games 3D. 
Mario 64 is a fucking rotting turd of a game. Ah! Holy moly. Ah! Oof. Charles Martinet is over there crying. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's Goofy. What am I doing? <laughs> nah, Goofy, whenever he falls. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually do Goofy pretty good. Oh, uh, drives me nuts when I hear people spooge all over it like it's a perfect game. This is hurting my this hurt my feelings to read this. Um, I went into Mario 64 expecting to love it. I mean, fuck. It's not like N64 games were cheap. I then got Sunshine expecting to like that. I just thought it was okay at most. I didn't even bother with Galaxy because the Wii wasn't a real console. Wow. <laughs> wow. The hot takes are real. All right. <laughs> uh, motion controls can suck a huge 14-inch cock. <laughs> I, uh, I agree with that statement. Uh, although on a side note, I've liked all the 2D side-scrolling Marios. All this leads me to my point. Finally, I hadn't made a tweet, a joke one, saying, If someone likes me, please buy me Mario Odyssey. My wife then just did that. I was like, fucking great. <laughs> how am I supposed to tell my wife how much this stupid fucking game is going to suck? Oh, man. Sigh. I then got the game and played it. I can honestly say, opposed to how I went into the older 3D Marios, a.k.a. with joy and anticipation, I went into Mario Odyssey with dread, thinking how much I would hate it. But then something awesome happened. I ended up loving it, not liking it. I can't put my finger on it, besides how beautiful it looks when I think about it. It might be the hat mechanics that save it for me, because I always have issues attacking the enemies and jumping on them. I think that's what saved it for me, but I'm not sure. The game puts a smile on my face. I mean, I actually felt bad when I left the desert area and that Nintendog was following me, but I had to leave. I'm glad, to me, Nintendo is back. Uh, Zelda was so good that it got me out of a four-month-long gaming rut. I literally stopped playing games for that time. The console feels great. The mobile feature is insane. It feels like a quality, well-built machine, opposed to the dumpster fire that is the Wii U. Uh, also, I'm chipping away at Xenoblade. Sorry for the tweet barrage, but it had been a while. Never stopped listening to you guys. I always make time to listen to you motherfuckers, even though my podcast time is limited now. Love you guys. Drew, we gotta record something together soon. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. We'll maybe get you on for one of our JRPGs that we're gonna be playing this year. Did you, do you guys have a list of the RPGs you guys are gonna play? Um, we only have two narrowed down for certain. We have uh, Nino Kuni, which will be the next game after. How about, uh, how about a how about a Xenosaga one, guys? I don't want. I'm no. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll come on. You know, do do the whole Xenosaga series. This one, isn't two, the year of Xenosaga. Hey, it's, it's a year of JRPGs. Xenosaga is classified as a JRPG, so I mean, you just put it in the Xenosaga. It's fine. Xenosaga der Wiesermacht. Yes, the Germans. Yes, that's the, the that's the subtitle of the game. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I love uh, that. That game is probably my favorite JRPG ever made. I'm actually curious about how well that game has aged. So, if you actually did want to try out those games again, I'll, I'll play them. That first game is so good. The first yeah, game and the third game are very good. The second game is so so. What was your second game, Drew? The second game is Folklore. That's not an RPG. It is. Yeah, it it's is. a Pokemon game. So it's Pokemon. Pokemon's an RPG. Yeah, but this is an action Pokemon game. 
Folklore's alright, man. I like folklore, but it's not JRPG. So, so, alright, so how about this? Now, and this is a good question I actually want to bring up. Would you consider Zelda an RPG? No. Is Dark Souls an RPG? No. Yes. It's classified as such officially. Everything is classified so- as an RPG. Call of Duty's multiplayer is classified as an RPG. <coughs> Yeah. What makes an RPG an RPG? Stats? Is that no, what it is? No, not at all. Then RPGs, there, there's two different kinds of RPGs. There's the, the classic turn-based style RPG, and then there's the more action-oriented RPG, kind of like Skyrim. So what makes Zelda not an RPG? Because it's an adventure game. It's See, just fucking confusing, man. It, it yeah, is what, confusing. What, what, what makes a game an, uh, an adventure game, then? When you're going on an adventure? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's just, it, I'm just telling game. you how... You, you ask me, that that's how I classify them. Zelda is not an RPG. I think, I think Zelda is an action RPG. That's Diablo. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's why these classifications don't matter. Man. No, they don't. They don't. They, they call it whatever you want. And when everyone started calling Dark Souls RPGs, I was like, really? That's the best we can go with? I understand that you're playing a role of a character that you create, but if you do it with that, any character with character creation is an RPG at that point. I'm an I'm so. an old man gamer. There's only five genres to me. So, I apologize. Well, if you want to look at it, how you know an RPG started... You know, pen and paper. You p- took on the role of a character. You played them as their life. Oh, don't thing. don't use that. Don't use that wording because then that's every fucking game, Drew. Well, that's true, and like maybe perhaps every game is a role playing game of oh, some geez. sort. Don't try to get philosophical with me, Drew. Stop it! I'm just trying to We're say all just something. Specks of sand in the world, man. <laughs> it's floating around the universe, colliding with that's, each other. That's what my that's what my friend Socrates says. <laughs> Oh man, so great, so great. So other than folklore and Nina Kuni, what else you got other than the whole Zeno Saga series? You're gonna do with me, of course. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. You guys can't afford to play Zeno Saga three. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like go and find those games. I'll find a way. Zeno Saga one and two is is not that expensive. You can get just the discs off Amazon for like less than five bucks. But Zeno Saga three didn't they release those on um, PSN? No, nope. Where, where, where there is a will, there is a way, my friends. He's talking and, about uh, he's talking about piracy, by the way. I don't yeah. know what he's talking about. Like, there is no legal presence for you to say such things to me. That's a defamation <laughs> of character. <laughs> I will be filing a lawsuit against you, Ken. You know, I, I've never committed a single crime in my entire life that you could, you know, you could prove. So, don't even worry about it. You know, don't even worry about it. Um, we're probably gonna do Final Fantasy twelve. Oh, that's an interesting fuck game. Me. That's the, it's the only Final Fantasy game I've never played. It's God. I'm if, curious about how you'll react to that game because I hate that. If game. you like that game, you and I need to start playing 14. Why? It's the same combat. Really? Mm-hmm. Just a single player version of 14. Yep. That was what 12's <laughs> hook was. Is it was like MMO style combat. Okay. Yeah. I played twelve recently. I played a game. Okay. I played a game that had like MMO combat like that. Do you guys ever try White Knight Chronicles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I played both the White Knight Chronicles one and two. Those games yeah. are a little too much for me. They're good, but they're too much for me. 
Yeah, they, yeah. they drag like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We know we haven't really narrowed down that many things. We do want to do a Final Fantasy. Uh, and we're probably going to do 12 because that's one that both me and Matt have not played. I mean, that's probably a good one to play because that's probably the least profile Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Did you guys ever play the Xenoblade Chronicles 1? No. You know, it, it might sound like I'm memeing because I'm only bringing up Xeno starting names of games. Oh, that's uh, anything I related to Xeno games. But, 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 what I'm saying is that Xeno, Xenoblade 2 came out just recently. It's an excellent game. Follow up. Xenoblade One was my game of the year for that particular year. I consider it one of my favorite RPG games of all time. So I think this might be a good year for you guys to check out Xenoblade One, <laughs> and then maybe check out Xenoblade Two if you guys like the first game because they're very well, similar. If you would like, uh, you can buy me a Wii. <laughs> no, there's a 3DS version. I don't have a new 3DS. Nah, yeah, it's ways. it's required to play on new. Th- I forgot yeah, about you that. Mm-hmm. Need a DS in order to play it. One of the games that I do own for the 3DS. Uh, Andy wants to know, PUBG is getting raked over the coals on Xbox. Have you guys played it? We talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's hilarious hearing people criticize where it's at when they were raving about it being in the same state on PC back in March. Just, just a thought. I heard that game like fluctuates and runs terribly on even a 1080. So oh yeah, it, it, it that's is not a not, that's not a well optimized game. No, it's not, which makes no sense because it doesn't really look that good. It doesn't. It's the whole armor architecture, man. This <laughs> I think is a mess. Yeah, that game probably should have been built on a new engine, but you know, whatever. Neither here nor there. That game is perfectly fine on Xbox, and it'll get better over time. I'm not worried about that because. Like I said, it sold a million copies in 48 hours. I'm pretty sure they're going to put money in it. Just thought. Chad says, Just caught myself telling my four-year-old son to get good when he was struggling with a level on Rayman Legends. <laughs> wow. That's harsh, dude. Uh, you got you to gotta start them off some, I guess. The Rayman Legends is a hard game. <laughs> You know, as being being the uncle that I was, I became an uncle like before I even got out of high school. So I was really young as an uncle. So I started babysitting my sister's kids a lot. So I started putting them to through games uh, of different difficulties. And one of the things that I like to do, because I'm a bit of an asshole, is that I like to make them play games that they have no way of possibly really beating. A lot of times, so I got them playing like Mega Man games, like the old school Mega Man games. Get incredibly frustrated. Most of the time, they quit. But sometimes they would they would like surprise me. They would do things and they'll beat things that I didn't expect them to finish. And uh, it's actually kind of fulfilling in a lot of ways to see how they improve over time. And um, I like to think that I was fairly not 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 you know like putting them down every time they failed. But I, I always wanted to instill them with the idea that if they kept trying, if they if they cared enough to do it. Uh, then they could actually achieve it. It feels it feels like a life lesson, a lot of ways. So maybe I don't know. Maybe that's, it works. that's how I that's how I do with my son. Like he'll be playing a game, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, "I can't get past this part," and I'm like, "Well, that's why you got to keep trying." Mm-hmm. Um, I won't do it for him unless it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he did give up on Mega Man Eight, or was it Eight? No, it was Nine. I, I downloaded Nine on his PS3 because he wanted to play it because he knew I was a big fan of it. And he gave up on that within the first level. Did you, did you set did you set it up to be the easy mode or the regular mode? No, just regular mode. 
Regular, yeah, okay. Well, I, don't give, I don't give that kid no easy mode. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's good. We didn't have easy mode. No, there's no yeah, such thing as true. easy mode back in the day, son. No, but no, he's he's actually shocked me. Like, some of the stuff he creates in Minecraft, like, I'm like, dude, I, I... And he'll ask me, he's like, well, how do you do this? I'm like, dude, I, fuck, I don't know. You know more than I do. I'll tell you the game he's obsessed with right now, and he cannot stop playing it, is Goat's, Goat Simulator. Really? Oh, okay. my God, that child loves that freaking thing. He's got all of them. He's got... Goat Simulator, he's got goats, the, the zombie game, zombie and, one and then the MMO goats. I mean, I played that game for like an hour, and then I was like, this is funny, but I'm bored of it now. Dude. So I can't imagine that having that much replay by the way. Dude, my son. T- tell, him, tell him you know a guy who helped make that game. Oh, I already did, because he kept asking me if there were more of them. I'm like, dude, there's only the three. He's like, how do you know? I was like, because I know the guy that made the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, name, his, his name's in the credits. Yeah, right, na- right up under uh, Gabe Newell. That's what I said. I was like, I was like, I know for a fact there's no more game, son. I got inside information. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go play Ghost. Like he didn't care. <laughs> uh, Dustin says, played through Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Uh, those games are so much fun. I wouldn't mind more in a few years, and Drake wouldn't have to be in it. Yeah. I, I think Uncharted 4 was a great conclusion to the Nate and Drake saga. Um, yep. I like the style of gameplay, so if they decided to start a whole another series with a different protagonist and a crew, uh, that, that'd be great. Sure. Yeah, I'll play games like that in Tomb Raider all day long. They're just, yeah. they're just fun games. Uh, he says, I played Wolfenstein 2. That title is misleading. I was expecting a giant robot fight. Haha, ha, plenty of what the f- moments... Uh, trying to finish Evil Within 2, pray and get even before Game of the Year show. I doubt I'll make it to Mass Effect, but it sounds like I don't need to. I want to play Get Even before the end of the year, too. That's a cool I game. Yeah, people should play that game. Yeah, that it's on my list to play. There's another game I was playing recently. that Oh, uh, that, that uh, Battle Chasers game. Yeah, that's on my list too, Ken. I know you've heard, you've said very good things about it. I really like that game. It, it's got some real balance issues towards the end of it, but man, the art style and the gameplay. I really like that game. Uh, he says, January and February are looking a little slow for me besides Monster Hunter and Lost Fear. I'm hoping to catch up on the backlog. I see Metal Gear Survive is getting a beta in January. I wouldn't mind checking it out. That gameplay was great. I hope they kept it. I'm sure they did. Uh, yeah, I forgot they were doing a beta. So we'll actually get to play it and see if it's worth a damn. Mm. Uh, Switch really needs to update their eShop and put out their virtual console. And where's my classic Punch-Out? That's a good the virtu- question. Uh, on the, in the virtual shop, guys. It's, uh, the Switch is really utilizing the virtual shop very, very well. I think uh, you know the virtual console. Yeah, virtual console, it's been really good for the... So, do you think by the year anniversary of the virtual of the Switch that we'll have a virtual console? No. God, that's <laughs> depressing. Yeah, that's horrible. So. Yeah. Do you think? Th- do you think it will? I don't know. I, at this point, like it's the one thing. Like every time Nintendo does an event, and every time Sony does an event, the one thing I want from both is virtual console and PS One games on the PS Four. And every time, I'm disappointed. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Sony cares about their backlog anymore, and uh, it's a weird thing to say about Nintendo. But 
I think their focus is clearly on future products instead of bringing their old games back. I think some of the companies like Neo Geo or SNK, not 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 companies. Neo Geo was a system. Uh, SNK has done a lot of really cool stuff of bringing the arcade games like remastered to the Switch, which is fantastic. But for the actual catalog of Nintendo games, because that's what we all want, right? Yes. We have a Nintendo ID now, so we want that to have the same weight as our Xbox Live account and our PSN, knowing that anything that we buy will be able to carry over to the next system, or at the very least, we'll be able to re-download it on a different Switch system, you know, in, just in <laughs> case, you know, we... I can finally <laughs> buy that digital version of Link to the Past for the final time. <laughs> Yeah, just one more time you gotta buy it and you own it forever is what I'm asking for. Because how many times have you bought those classic games? As legendary as they are, you know, there's only so many times I want to buy the same game over for. I, Link to the Past is a game that I will buy every single time it's released, and I'm a terrible person for that. But that's just my game, man. It's, just, it's just one of the best games ever made. Man. Yeah, can't, it, might, can't deny it. it might be the best game ever made. It yes, it's, not, it's not in your top three favorites. It is. Sucker, you wanna you wanna play that game with me? What are you oh, talking about? It, what's, what's what's happening here? You got some insider knowledge and what Ken likes, Drew? What's I sure do. All right, let's hear it. All right, I can name them. Go for it. Mortal Kombat Two, Starcraft, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that was my old list. Yeah. Oh, your old list. Well, I, well my to, my opinions are not allowed critic. to change. <laughs> <laughs> My opinions are not allowed to change. Okay, what's the what's the new and improved? Top I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can put things in a list like that. Okay, well, wait, something's got to be dethroned here. I said I think Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past might be the best game ever made. So it's number one then. There's a difference between the best game and my favorite game. <laughs> oh, here we go. That's, that, that was what oh, yeah. I was waiting on. What? You, you just sat here and argued to me that every game should be an RPG? We're not going to have this conversation, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can all disagree to disagree that The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is the greatest RPG game of all time, then, right? That's, nope. uh, that, that's where the conversation has led. Best so action let's adventure there. game ever made. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, he says, play Final Fantasy. Yeah, disagree. Uh, Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger. Uh, he says, played Final Fantasy XV episode Ignis. I need to get to that. Uh, and that's some great DLC. Probably should have been in the game, and the combat is the best in the game. Ooh, that's. Oof. I enjoyed the Prompto combat. I need to finish that too. I'm thinking about halfway through that one. Yeah, I got a coworker who said that Ignis is actually like the best piece of content in that yeah, game. Yeah, Gladio is that not way. great. Um, Prompto is much better. I'm enjoying kind of the openness of that one, and I'm excited to get to Ignis. Um, shit, that reminds me. I still have RE7 and Neo DLC to play through, not to mention Horizon. Neo DLC is cool, bro. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. The Easter egg is that. Guess what? Neo Universe is connected with with the uh, Ninja Gaiden universe. You get to f- fight fucking Ryu Hayabusa in a mission. <laughs> in Neo, what? you fight Ryu Hayabusa, the Ninja Master himself, in Neo, in the final DLC. So you can't Sick. beat it, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Most people won't be able to. Yeah, that's accurate. 
<laughs> nobody <laughs> took me multiple tries. Nobody Holy can shit. beat Ryu Hayabusa. He changes weapons and tactics, and he fucking teleports around. He's crazy. Ninja God guy. Damn Hayabusa. Hayabusa is the greatest ninja to ever live. Okay. Okay. Tonight. Yeah. Greatest ninja. You know, as long as you're not talking about uh, the American ninja, you know, he's the greatest ninja of all time. By the way, the Wombat replied to Sir Doom's tweets about Mario 64, and he just said, I'm not on the show today, so I'll just pop in to say, um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Wombat, if you're not on the show, you don't have an opinion to give, so uh, that's just how it goes, you know, you missed out, so. Yeah, Mario 64 is overrated, controls like crap. No, it does not. Jeez. That's kind of rubbish. You believe this crap? But we can agree that Mario Odyssey is pretty great, so, you know. Mario 64 is better than Odyssey. No. By a country mile. Not even close. By a country mile. Mm. Mario 64 is the greatest 3D platformer ever made. The, the greatest 3D platformer RPG ever made. Come, come on, get with the program here. I forgot I was, was role, I forgot I was role-playing yeah. as an Italian plumber. Exactly. Wait, wait. Canon, he's not a plumber anymore. He used to be, though. Nintendo changed the canon. What is he now? I, fuck, I don't know. A little Italian guy with a mustache? No, no, no. no, no. They, That's not an occupation, they, man. They didn't necessarily change the can. They just said he's not a plumber anymore. He used to be a plumber. That's part of the canon. So is he unemployed now? Is that the canon? He's, well, he hasn't he's collecting been, unemployment checks? He hasn't been back to the Mario Brothers plumbing establishment since he left for the Mushroom Kingdom. Hey, they he were, always goes from... through those plumbing tubes all the time, so I feel like he's on the clock, you know? That was Maybe the getting whole point. Overtime. He needed to get yeah. another job. You know, Luigi went and did some ghost busting. Uh-huh, he did. And it made him, it made him feel good. Um, God. <laughs> did, did, did it take you that long to get that, Drew? No, I got it. I was just okay. like, did that just happen? I heard it. I refuse to acknowledge good. it. You've been, been the right sh- thing to do. You've been on this show long enough to know that that is the level of comedy that you come to expect. It made him feel good. It made him feel good. God. There is no uh, Mario. There is only Zool. Okay? Uh, yeah. That's we want to put that out there. That's that's an important thing to establish. You know, I was at I was at work one time, and um, somebody said, uh, "Drew, do you have uh, like, see, I, you know, I have uh, like the master keys and stuff like that for the building." And so I said, Drew, you got a key to this place? I'm like, yeah, I'm the key master. Are you the gatekeeper? And everybody looked at me like, what the hell is he talking about? I was like, really? Ghostbusters? What the fuck's wrong with you people? And then you get the three guys that are probably like, man, I haven't seen that movie in like 20 years. Oh, you know, yeah. I think I think somebody did say that. Like, so, really? Ghostbusters? That's always, the, that's always the response when you tell a joke that somebody doesn't get. They're like, well, I haven't seen that movie in like a decade. It's like just forgive the nerd here. I'm just uh, I'm sitting in the corner. Just ignore the 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 socially unacceptable person over here. I, I gotta say, Drew, you're kind of technically the boss around there, you know, for uh, amongst your peers in that area. So I figure they they gotta laugh at your bad jokes, right? Come on, what's the what's the perks of being a boss if they can't, you know, if you don't force them to laugh at your bad crap, you know? I, I am not a tyrant. That's messed up, man. You gotta you gotta lay the foot down. Talk to them about your propane and propane accessories, about the merits of knowing all the one-liners from the 80s movies, you know? It's very important. If, I you, know were, if you were a tyrant, I would just get a rocket launcher mm-hmm. and take you out. Take this. 
Oh. oh, dude, I hope the Resident Evil 7 DLC ends with a rocket launcher. That'd be nice. Yeah. It may. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's That's got to be a thing, right? That was a thing in 6 at the end of one of them. Uh-huh. So there you go. And 5. And 5. Of course, and he, punched a, he punched a meteor or something in that, didn't he? He punched up a giant boulder. Yeah. So not only did he hit Wesker with a boulder, he also threw him into a volcano and then got a rocket launcher and shot him. He's still alive. And then, you know, the funny thing is, people are still saying that Wesker is still alive after all that. Of course he is. (laughs) Can't kill Wesker. He's inside a volcano, and you shot him with a rocket launcher. How much deader can you possibly get? Dude, it's Wesker. It's Wesker. He's got the T-virus, man. It's Wesker. Complete global saturation. It's Wesker Biscuit. Wesker Biscuit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's one of my favorite words. Whisker Biscuit. It's just a funny word. Sorry. I don't even know what the reference of that don't is. Don't Google it. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I feel like the Pandora's box has been like kind of <laughs> kind of wedged open at this point. So oh, there's a lot there's more gonna be people googling it now. A lot more will open if you Google that word. Just, just, just. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, that is all the tweets that we have. If you want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. If you want to follow the site, it's at ZTGD Content. If you want to follow us, Jay is at Butterside J. Drew is at DML Fury. Fury. Did you like that? I put a little, put a little something on it. Fury. You can follow me at ZTGD. And you can check out Phoenix Town. Uh, it's at ZTGD Phoenix Town. What's your next game? Nino Kuni. Dead Space done? No, Dead Space will be done this week. Nino Kuni will be the beginning of the year, so we will be taking a week off. Or Christmas. Technically, technically two weeks off. Merry Christmas okay. and a Happy New Year. Well, just just real quick, what's your impression of Dead Space two so far? Now that you gotten past uh, the point where you guys stopped. Uh, th- that's a fantastic horror game. Yes, it is. Sweet. It's one of the yes. best ever made. So yes. good. There, there, there's a scene coming up at the end. I'm sorry. I know with that scene that you're talking about, I haven't physically seen it. Yeah, I've but just if, seen pictures if, of it. If you haven't seen it, you you don't know, Drew. Yeah. Are you playing? <laughs> are you playing on PS3 or Xbox? PS3. Okay. I wish you guys were playing the PC version. That one actually looks really good, like the visually and runs really well too. So that uh, yeah. that scene. Whew. It's. Uh, I'm ready. It made me very uncomfortable playing. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to shoot us an email, podcast at ztgd.com. Send them in. We are officially out for 2017. This is the last show of 2017. So y'all need to start getting your list together because uh, in January, January. Is well, the next show about? I, got, I got my top 10 list of games with 32 games on this, so I'm good to go, guys. I don't think we can record right now. Let's do it. Let's I do it. think Let's it'll go. be the second show. I think the first show is going to be the Hangover show. Okay. If we do record on New Year's Eve, which we've been known to do, true. Um, we'll we'll have that show, and then the show immediately following that. It's going to be time. You're going to have to pick one. It's your game of the year. Yeah. Gotta pick hard. one. Too hard. Just one. That's your game of the year. Just one. 
I'll just go with I'll just go with Drew and just say Overwatch and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> the cop out answer, Overwatch. Best ongoing game. If I was gonna be serious about this, it would be Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, well you gotta pick a game that came out in twenty seventeen, sorry. I know. Amora came out in twenty seventeen. No, I said yeah, it came. And <laughs> not DLC. Content. Not not DLC. Not a new character. It's got to be a game. It's got to be a game. Anyway, that's it. Everybody have a very merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy holidays. All of them things where you get presents and spend time with the family, the familia. Because it's Christmas. You filthy animals. <laughs> Fucking end it, man. Well, just, just thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Alrighty. And it goes something like this.